what, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Live on a Monday night with you. I am Hefe, that is Dubs. Tonight we ask of only one thing, and that is for you to be somebody. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout on this Columbus Day. A lot of people wonder. They ask, how can I be somebody? You call into the show, you give yourself a hideout name, you use the instant messenger, you go to the websites, realradio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com. You come to the events. Oh, the events, we got plenty of them for you mm-hmm. this week. Broadcasting live Thursday from the Do Action Sports Tour. Friday, the Hideout Happy Hour at the Matador. Friday the 13th, make your own luck. First 13 people there, get a free drink. Wonderful. And then, of course, the open door policy on Friday night. So uh, those are just a couple of ways for you to be somebody uh, this week. Also, in addition to, we got Chunks Corolla, executive producer of the Hideout, Tommy Bateman, our director. He's on the talk and roll controls. Uh, we have uh, the great Gazoo Manning, mm-hmm. and he is uh, screening your phone calls at this very instant. Everyone have a good weekend? Very uh, uneventful, but relaxing. Good. Very good. How about you? Not at all. No? Um, Terrible? No, actually, it wasn't bad. I, I um, It's weird. I don't know, like a light switch like flipped on for some reason. When? I had lost... I really felt, I don't know why, that I had lost my competitive nature. And huh. it's back. I mean, it's back uh, with, a f- with a fury. So you've, you lost your competitive nature, and now you got it back over the weekend. I don't know if it was, I, I seemed to really take notice of it over the weekend. What day? When did it uh, kick in? Probably Saturday. Saturday afternoon, morning, yeah, night. Yeah, pro- a lot during the the Heretic Hoop It Up. Yeah, because I saw you uh, Saturday night when we went out over to uh, Lester Big Hands, one of the Heretic's places for his housewarming party. Oh, and I got so much to tell you about that, too. Yeah? Uh-huh. I, I was very uncomfortable. Why? You didn't see the young kid? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I forgot about. It. Let's talk about that a little bit later because we do have a lot of stuff. Uh, one of the uh, one of the top heretics, Big Hands, did throw a housewarming party, and we're all friends, so we went over there. Uh, just about all of us, except for Tommy. Mm-hmm. We had a horrible, horrible Saturday. That's what I heard. So it's definitely forgiven, from what I understand. You had an awful one. I haven't heard anything about it. So we'll talk. Cops are useless. Well, now come on. You can't. The one say I that. called was. Well, Maybe. I want. I'd rather hear the whole story first before I rush to judgment. So anyway, there's a lot of that going on. Um, right now, though, I'd like to give you a little uh, hideout download, if I may. Sure. Just kind of the latest on what's going on with this whole North Korea thing. Oh, really quickly. To Catch a Predator, it was on Friday night. I've mm-hmm. come up with a new game around it. What is that? It's called the To Catch a Predator card. What I'm gonna, what I've done is I've uh, I've pulled these clips, and we're gonna play them up until the point at which Chris Hansen asked the guy, "What were you thinking?" All right. <laughs> and then at that point, I'm gonna stop it, and we'll get people on the phone. We'll give out some prizes, and you have to guess which card the guy plays. All right. In fact, I'll even give you a little uh, a little preview of it. I, well, I won't give you the audio because I have the audio, and I still got to edit some of it. Cause, okay. Let me say this too, really quickly, while we're on it. Television is getting away with so much right now. I know. I was watching it, and I'm like, damn it, we would never get away with that. You know the T word for women's mm-hmm. boobs? I heard that twice on shows that I watch. Regular network shows? ER. And it was blatant. Wow. It was, don't look at my blank. 
my blanks. Really? Yes. And also, too, what was the, there was one other show that I was watching, network show. Was it The Nine that I watched over the weekend? No, Shark, which, by the way, I, Good. Like, I like it a lot. James Woods is great. Um, but we'll talk more about that later. But I think I heard the T word there, too. And that's one of those you're not supposed to be able mm-hmm. to say. And then it's all over this to catch a predator, so I'm going to have to go through during the show and beep it out a little bit. But anyway, all right, here, let me give you this one. For the first one that I'm going to play for you, what is the To Catch a Predator card? For those of you that don't know, by the way, To Catch a Predator, Dateline, you've probably all heard about it. Yeah, we've played the audio before. I know Shannon's talked about it. Everybody's talked about it. It's where uh, Dateline uh, NBC will go around along with this group, Perverted Justice, and they'll and, you know trap these guys who think they're, they're coming over to have sex with a 13-year-old, an underage person. Mm-hmm. All right, which card does he play? A, the drunk card. <laughs> B, molested as a kid card. Or C, the coffee card. The coffee card? I just came over to have coffee. <laughs> uh, so I, there are a lot more. I got a whole bunch of them. Uh, here's another one too. Oh, here's this one. The Iraq was awful card. The B I wasn't thinking card, or C no card was played. Which sometimes that yeah. can't happen. Sometimes the, they just go silent. Which you know, that's that's what I would do yeah. in that situation. I would shut the hell up. So anyway, that is uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll play that one as soon as they can get it uh, edited all together. Wonderful. Because they didn't think of it until about six oh five. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one and star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. So as you can tell, a lot to get done uh, tonight on this Monday night. Let's do a little highlight, a hideout download and find out what's going on with North Korea and this uh, nuclear. Uh, story. Hideout download. It's impossible to. It's impossible to know at this point whether indeed this test was indeed a success. But U.S. officials, for their part, said they have no reason to doubt it. Which means that North Korea, a country which many consider unstable and potentially dangerous, is the newest country to possess possibly nuclear weapon capabilities. Defying international warnings, North Korea claimed it successfully exploded a nuclear weapon in an underground testing facility for the first time, calling the act a great leap forward for its people. Reaction was swift. As a precaution, a U.S. military reconnaissance plane was scrambled from Okinawa to patrol and monitor. As world leaders began to weigh in, Japan's chief cabinet secretary... We take it as a challenge to neighboring countries and the international community. South Korea's president promised his country would react sternly, but did not specify how. Even North Korea's closest ally, China, whose diplomatic efforts to stop the test failed, called the move flagrant and brazen. Now countries in Asia and around the world are carefully measuring how to react to North Korea, the newest member of the small club of nuclear countries. They resent the fact that certain countries have the bomb and tell other countries they can't have it. Besides the immediate concern of what North Korea may do with this new technology, Matt, there is also concern, as you mentioned just a moment ago, that this could set off a nuclear arms race not only here in Asia but possibly beyond. Hideout download. Now, there's uh, one thing in there I didn't know about. The uh, underground testing. Do they have a place big enough where you could test one of these things underground? 
I'd assume so. I mean, I don't know exactly how it works. Whenever I think of nuclear testing, I always think of, what is it, White Sands, New Mexico, or something mm-hmm. along those lines, and the hills have eyes. Just drop it down a sewer. I don't, yeah, I don't know what, and it looks, from what I've seen, too, on the news, that it's, uh, you know, CNN shows their Google map, and it's underneath some mountains. I do remember in Broken Arrow. They set oh, you one, watched that movie. They set How long? Up, yeah, they set one <laughs> off underneath some mountains. So I guess it's true. Wow, I, I I wouldn't think that's possible. I think that's just a, then they a, had to, a bull run, you know. Then they had to outrun it as the creator, the, the the crater was uh, bellowing out to get them. I do find it very very odd, and I'm don't call me an America hater because I'm not an America hater. No, but wh- it's not an America hater. It's an Amera hater. Amera hater. Um, but I don't understand why we can tell people Amera hater. That they can't have bombs. You're an Amera hater. I agree. Do you agree I'm an Amera hater? Yes. Obviously, you don't love this country and all the riches that we have. I do. You communist. I, I love it, and I'd rather us be the only ones with it. But if I was one of these smaller countries... No, 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 no. You're, here's where you're uh, mistaken. And that's by putting yourself in the shoes of another person who is an American. Right now, you're thinking like that brown, yellowish North Korean. Uh, yeah, we should just That's scary. Kim Jong Il. They're the last uh, ancestors of the pterodactyl. Stop. What does that even mean? <laughs> They're long talons and hollow bones. Stop already. We should just blow all Shock those Arabs away. It's not even the Arabs. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Have I taken crazy pills or why? If I was North Korea, I would want one just because people say I can't. Well, think about it like this. Let's imagine that all of us have guns, mm-hmm. and you're the only one without a gun. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want a gun, would you? Yes. No, you can't have one. Why not? Because you're not American. I am, too. You're obviously an Amerihater. Yeah. 407-916-1041. We can have the guns. You know Why wh- can you guys have the guns? Because we're in North America. I got one right now. But if I don't have a gun... Then you can come up and just take whatever you want to off of me. That, you know, that, listen, there's this thing. I have no pull. There's this thing called God, and I know that you Amerihaters don't know what that is. I know what God is. But here in America, God chose us to have guns no. and nuclear weapons. No, he, you are playing God by not letting me go have a gun. I just want, I have the money, you know why I, I have can, the resources. You know why I can, ha- why I can play God? Hmm. I'm playing with God. I'm on God's team. You, however, are not. a Amer- hater. I'm a strong safety. Let's go to Nicole in the 386. You're pulling guard. What's up, Nicole? Hey, it's the United Nations that says that North Korea cannot have nuclear weapons, not the United States. That's right, because the United States never tells the United Nations what to do. That's so true. And it's not just an extension of us. By any means necessary. Because they because they were able to uh, stop us from going into Iraq so well. Uh, well, you know. It's like the Mounties telling you you're not allowed to do something. <laughs> Don't make me get off my horse. Smack Daddy in the 407. What's up, Smack Daddy? Hey, how you doing this afternoon? Hey, buddy. I want to have a little comment about what... Uh, J-Dubs was talking about. When he was hating, just make sure you don't line up with him and start Ameri-hating. Okay, no. I Well, you might consider that, but I don't hate America. Mm-hmm. But remember when they was had uh, all those inspectors over there trying to get into Saddam Hussein's country to go check for chemical weapons, bombs, mm-hmm. etc., and he was shuffling them around, and they was over like that? I often wonder what our country would have said 
if Saddam Hussein had told us, yeah, come on on, I'll take you around, you can go anywhere you want to, look anywhere you want to for anything you want, but I want to do the same thing in your country. All right, here's the thing. Here's another Here's another person, Amerihatan. I don't think he's Amerihatan. I think, I, I think we just want everything. And we don't want anybody else to have anything. And I understand What's the that. problem with that? I understand. You can't backpedal now. If you're going to sit here and hate America on the radio, you need to go ahead and just run with it. Don't start backpedaling when people start turning on you. I completely understand why we would want that. Who wouldn't? But you can't get pissed when other people want to level the playing field. Why not? Black folks got pissed. Affirmative action. You guys started hating on that. Well, I mean, I that's a completely other thing that I have a problem with. <laughs> That's pigment. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It's garbage. Back in the hideout on a Monday night. 407 Remember, broadcasting live this Thursday from the Do Action Sports Tour. Can you beat Wild Bill from Sales? 30-second guitar-playing contest. Person who ends up winning will take home. A badass. What is it? Fender? What kind of what kind of guitar is it? Epiphone. Epiphone. By Les Paul. Epiphone. Yeah, nice. I need all the information in front of me. Mm-hmm. Pictures are up on the website. Oh, that is good. Unrealradio.fm. Do you want to hear any of President Bush's speech at all about this whole North Korea sure. thing real quick? And then, I'd uh, love to hear from our president. We'll move on here. All right, here we go. Hideout download. Last night, the government of North Korea proclaimed to the world that it had conducted a nuclear test. We're working to confirm North Korea's claim. Nonetheless, such a claim itself constitutes a threat to international peace and security. The United States condemns this provocative act. Once again, North Korea has defied the will of the international community, and the international community will respond. This was confirmed uh, this morning in conversations I had with leaders of China and South Korea Russia and Japan. We reaffirmed our commitment to a nuclear-free Korean peninsula. <laughs> this cat, man. You know he's just got to be pissed off because he's got to say nuclear 15 times. Yeah. Uh, Pedro says America should do some nuclear testing in North Korea as well. Ask Japan how that ended up. There's one word if you if you wait. There's like a little pause because you tell, tell he's trying to read it, and you might even hear a little... Right before he has to read it. <laughs> all right. All right. Hideout download. And all of us agree that the proclaimed actions taken by North Korea are unacceptable and deserve an immediate response by the United Nations Security Council. I didn't realize it was one word now, United Nations. And you're, you're not nations. And I didn't know it was unacceptable and not unacceptable. I missed that. Uh, hold on a second. I gotta go back now. Hideout download. And all of us agree that the proclaimed actions taken by North Korea are unacceptable. Oh, he said unacceptable. Did he? Yeah. And deserve an Damn immediate it. response by the United Nations Security Council. Get her done. The North Korean regime remains one of the world's leading proliferator. <laughs> right there. Oh, Christ. How are we being taken seriously in the world? You could tell. It's not even like he's trying to speak a different language. That's English. No, 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 no. It is like he is trying to speak a different language. It is as 
as if we had some cat who came over from Mexico and had to give a speech for the first time in front of his uh, immigration class. That's exactly what I'm saying. If he was trying to uh, speak uh, French or uh, Spanish right now, I could I could see him pausing a second before one of the words. But it's English. Jump on it, buddy. Do you think he ever gets pissed at his speechwriter? I told you! Sixth grade level! Sixth grade! Hideout download. Alright, Al Ross says, are you guys just uh, gonna just pick apart Bush's speech for mistakes? If that's the case, I know it's gonna take a while. I know you're back at 10.30 when you're done. <laughs> I promise we're gonna move on after this. I just, I hadn't heard this. Hideout download. Jesus. The North Korean regime remains one of the world's leading proliferator of you missile say technology. Or leaving. I, I get, dude, I'm trying to <laughs> let's decipher it. What do you think he said? I think he's leaving. Hideout download. I the North Korean said... regime remains one of the world's leading proliferator of missile technology, including transfers to Iran and Syria. Allegedly. The transfer of nuclear <laughs> weapons or material by North Korea to states or non-state entities would be considered a grave threat to the United States. You know what this is? This is when you get your drunk uncle to come over and read out of your physics book. Yeah. And you're like, hey, read me chapter 12, <laughs> just the first paragraph. There equals pi. Hideout download. And we would hold North Korea fully accountable the consequences of such action. The United States remains committed to diplomacy. It's fragment sentence after fragment well, sentence. Well, we are stopping it in all fairness. Okay. <laughs> Here's what's funny, though. Now, very few people will actually ever work with audio, but when you look at audio, like when you're playing it and it's on a computer screen, mm -hmm. there tends to be a flow to it, and you can tell where certain things. This is so fragmented. Choppy? And choppy with, like, a second, second and a half in between each sentence. Tense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like, what's going on here, bro? I hear. I'm gonna play it unabated. All right, let's try. Hideout download. The North Korean regime remains one of the world's leading proliferator of missile technology, <laughs> including transfers to Iran and Syria. All right, I can't. Here's the thing. The <laughs> sentence makes sense if he reads it as a complete sentence. But when you when you chop it all up like that, you're like, what? Oh, okay, I guess I get that. If you just read it as an entire sentence, it's okay. L listen, I apologize. I honestly just wanted to hear what our president said about North Korea testing a bomb. I can't get past this lack of fundamentals. Since we can't get anything decent from it anyway, can you just uh, speed it up, like uh, raise the pitch, so we can see it faster, see if it makes more sense? That won't make it any... I can condense it all together, like do it quick time in a second. Let's finish it first. Okay. Hideout download. The North Korean regime remains one of the world's leading proliferator of missile technology, including transfers to Iran and Syria. The transfer of nuclear weapons or material by North Korea to states or non-state entities would be considered a grave threat to the United States. And we would hold North Korea fully accountable the consequences of such action. The United States Are you Yoda? Diplomacy. I don't know what that was. I lost it. And we would hold North Korea fully accountable 
the consequences of such action. Consequences there are. The United States remains committed to diplomacy, and we will continue to protect ourselves and our interests. I reaffirm to our allies in the region, including South Korea and Japan. This watch. <laughs> this watch. That the United States will meet the full range of our deterrent and security commitments. I completely understand why he's doing this. Why? You know that they sat with him right at the beginning of his first term, said, all right, you aren't the greatest speaker. Just take it three words at a time. <laughs> Just go like that. Three words, stop. Three words, stop. I actually wanted to do something else. Like, I almost didn't play this audio. I'm so glad we did. <laughs> this is our commander-in-chief in response to the testing. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Hideout Download. That the United States will meet the full range of our deterrent and security commitments. Threats will not lead to a brighter future for the North Korean people, nor weaken the resolve of the United States and our allies to achieve the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> Why can't Today's you say Peninsula? Just let it go. Because he was born in Connecticut and raised in Midland, Texas. To achieve the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> Today's plan by North Korea serves only to raise tensions while depriving the North Korean people of the increased prosperity and better relations with the world offered by the implementation of the joint statement of the six-party talks. <laughs> Can't believe the oppressed and impoverished people of North Korea deserve that brighter future. Georgie, you didn't write that speech, did you? Your big brother wrote it for you, didn't he? <laughs> How much do you think his cabinet achieve... drinks? <sighs> boy, oh boy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let's go to Brian in the 407. What's up, Brian? Hey, how you guys doing? What's Thanks up, for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just wanted to make a point that uh, Paul Bush is doing. He's ratcheting up the North Korea thing that he sat on four years, six years, and didn't do anything about, all to get people in the fear so that they can then vote Republican. It's all just another point. It's you know, it seems like another point, but then that means that Kim Jong Il is in cahoots. I did read that somewhere though, where for Kim Jong Il, this was one of those slaps in the face to the administration, just showing how they can't, they can't get do anything. things done. Yeah. K. Mike writes the reason he talks. In sentence fragments, is because they told him to look at the camera, but he can only remember five words at a time, and it's written like that. I I fast talked it down to a minute ninety. Want to hear it? Sure. And I want to know this too. When did presidents stop talking about what they know? You know, why why aren't they educated on all this stuff and be able to, you know, just go out there and, and uh, shoot from the hip and say, here, this is what's going on. It doesn't have to be written down for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here it is condensed into a, a minute nine. Hideout download. Last night, the government of North Korea proclaimed to the world that it had conducted a nuclear test. We're working to confirm North Korea's claim. Nonetheless, such a claim itself constitutes a threat to international peace and security. The United States condemns this provocative act. Once again, North Korea has defied the will of the international community, and the international community will respond. This was confirmed on this morning in conversations I had with leaders of China and South Korea, Russia, and Japan. We reaffirmed our commitment to a nuclear-free Korean Peninsula, and all of us agree that the proclaimed actions taken by North Korea are unacceptable and deserve an immediate response by the United Nations Security Council. The North Korean regime remains one of the world's leading proliferator of missile technology 
including transfers to Iran and Syria. It doesn't even work, Dan. He you gets can still to that, hear a peninsula. He gets to that one spot, he just can't do it. <laughs> All right, 407-916-1041, Let's go to uh, KG in 352. What's up, KG? Hey, did you read in the paper the other day that when Bush was up there raising money for some uh, Republican in Pennsylvania, he went across the, the Steelworkers Union? And he blew him a kiss because they were protesting for whatever reason. <laughs> and Bush blew him a kiss. So they started chasing his ass down. He went down the subway, got in the subway, and then... When went, was this? He, he, he went... When would, when would anybody be able to chase around the president I've down never, into a subway? I've never heard You're of that. insane. <laughs> He, he takes public transportation all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true, technically. All right, Soft says, think about how much more he would get done if he talked that fast in real life. <laughs> and K-Mike says, well, not all of a sudden it makes sense. Joe in the 321. What's up, Joe? Hey, hideout number one. I just want to congratulate Tubbs on uh, Detroit beating the mighty Yanks. Yes. Uh, Tubbs, uh, congratulations no on problem. one team this weekend getting yeah. a victory. I do want to talk about that a little bit, too, some sports. Mm. Got a lot, a lot to get in. I didn't even mean to do that. Mike right. in 352. What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, I just got to say to the guys, I saw Bush speak back in 98 uh, at a yeah, he uh, was like governor for his governor race or whatever. Gubernatorial, yes. Dude, this guy, he could speak very well. I don't know what has happened to him. I'm not a supporter of him. Right. I don't know what happened to him, though. I, like, I, I even said that, too. Like, I was in Texas. I, mean, I grew up in Texas. I voted for the guy when he first ran for governor. You're part of the problem. Well, I was a big Rangers fan. I'm like, hey, <laughs> this seems like it could work out okay. <laughs> Little did I know. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday Night in the Hideouts, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Give a call into the hideout. Um, if you're a business owner and you have a marquee, you already have what it takes to win $2,500 in free advertising from the hideout in Real Radio 104.1. All you got to do is put up a listen to the hideout. Road Radio 104.1 on your marquee. Send a picture of us uh, of it to us so we can put it on roadradio.fm. Then uh, every month we're going to pick a winner at random from the entries and uh, air your free commercials voiced either by you or a member of this show. We have a uh, minute-long promo for it, but I don't know if I want to play it for you this early in the show and get you in a bad mood. No, <laughs> save it then. <laughs> Absolutely save it then. About um, 10.50 then. All right, very good. Really quickly, I, I wanted to do this, but we just don't have the time because we got too much to do. All right. But this is going to be a quick little break here. I wanted to set up an Haters tournament, and I wrote down 16 countries, and we were going to see which one hated us the most, like okay. to see who our biggest enemy is. Because you think about it now, fighting a war in Afghanistan, fighting a war in Iraq, looking at Iran, and now North Korea. Those are the big four right now. But we got other enemies, too, mm-hmm. or other problems. All right, I'm going to run down 1 through 16. This is the way I ranked. Okay. All right? I put North Korea at number one. Iran, number two. Iraq, number three. Afghanistan, number four. Pakistan, number five. Even mm-hmm. though they're allegedly friendly to us. Um, There's a whole thing going on over there. Yeah. I don't buy that. 
The dictator likes us, everyone else there hates us, mm-hmm. or their president or whatever. Venezuela, just because of Hugo Chavez. I put India down. Why India? Stealing our jobs. <laughs> Cuba, no, uh, no, Mexico number eight. Why Mexico? I didn't think they Taking over this. our land. Cuba number nine. Mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, ten. Put the USA number eleven. We hate ourselves? I think we're we, our biggest enemies? I think we could be our own worst enemy, to be perfectly honest with you. You mean biggest is in size-wise? Because I saw a guy who was so fat today, I waited for the next elevator to come down. <laughs> I'm not kidding, either. <laughs> he was walking with a cane and said, I'm not getting on that elevator. Bomatron says, hey, maybe all those uh, countries are ashamed that they don't have dad dongs like we do, <laughs> us Americans. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Oh, it's true. 12, Russia. Yeah, Russia, we aren't friends with. We can never forget. 13, China. They are going to be... They, are, they the, are shifty. To me, they are the next big threat. Like George Carlin wrote in his book, China's going to win it all, just stick around. Well, yeah, I I, I think North Korea is kind of the... Uh, they're, they're just kind of taking the attention away. You, you can't trust either pterodactyl over there. Israel, number 14. Mm-hmm. Just because their problems are going to, have gotten us into problems. 15, France. I still call them Freedom Fries. And Freedom Toast. Of course. And a Freedom Kiss. I never forgot when they turned their backs on us after 9-11. My dad just called it fun. It's a fun kiss. Come it's here. a fun kiss. Come here, Justin Lee. <laughs> Some people call it French. I call it fun. Oh, wait. They didn't turn their backs on us on 9-11. Oops. And 16, Japan. Why? Their technology. We're a slave to their technology. Did I get it wrong? It looks like I got it pretty good. I think uh, Iran goes on the top of that. Right, so you would put Iran over North Korea. That's like the only real problem I got. Maybe I'd do some shifting if I really looked at it, but Iran definitely. It's right in front of you. You could look at it. Well, I mean, <laughs> if I if I went through and kind of went through the Internet and looked up, up all the factual stuff on that Internet. You mean if you knew anything about geography? Exactly. But Iran, those people hate us much more than I think the North Koreans hate us. And they are, uh, they'd are they be much more happy with dropping bombs on us. All right, let's say I had to drink with one of the leaders. The Iranian leader or the uh, North Korean leader? Who are you partying with? Iranian. I hate sake. No way. That North Korean guy looks like he knows how to throw some sort of an orgy. The other, he guy, does, he does. the other guy's a Muslim. You couldn't drink or look at women. This other guy, I bet he has hookers and coke for you. It's a nice South Beach party. There's something very odd about that guy, and you'd think he'd be walking you through a cheap motel, telling you to go into any room. There's uh, girls there. You know, He's going to take care of you. And before you know it, you, uh, you're around. tied up by your sack. Walking around in a robe. This is the exact plot line of Enter the Dragon. <laughs> is it? Yeah, he goes. Bruce Lee goes to an island, a secluded island, and there's this guy, Mr. Han, and he's like, "Here, have any woman you want." And they would bring different women around to like these nice rooms, and then only at the end do you find out he really is evil. See? At least you could get some good Told sex you. in. That's Kim. Yeah, but you have some good time beforehand instead of just sitting around reading the Koran. <laughs> no, you're right, though. I think Kim Jong-il is the guy you want to party with. Dobbs, I bet he'd let you punch a girl. Oh, please. Are you kidding? I'm sure he has rooms dedicated to that. He'd karate kick her for you. <laughs> Tim in the 352. What's up, Tim? 
So we all know that Prescott Bush was, got most of his money from the Nazi party. We all know that the Bush family learned most of their values from all this money in the Nazi party. So what I'm thinking is, is the fact that the uh, Bush family is trying to go out and disarm everybody of their nuclear bombs and all their weapons and whatnot is to level the playing field for us because Hitler messed up by trying to take over the world by brute force. And what the Bush family is trying to do is take over the world by disarming everyone. I, I'm not going to uh, sit here and call Bush Hitler. Well, you I were a Mara hating earlier. I don't know. Not that far. I See, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think Dubs brought up a good point earlier of why do you want other people? You want to be the only guy in the room with a gun. Of course you do, but you can't fault someone for reaching for their own. Hmm. Sure you can. The problem is... Because they're not you. Yeah, the problem is you don't exactly know what their plan is with it. All right. You want to pull back, pull back the curtain for a second? Sure. I need to type, to type this guy an email. Right, this is from Andrew. His, the subject line is Asians with gills. I don't get it. He goes, I've been listening for about a year now, and I've never understood J-Dub's gills joke when referring to Asians. Is it some sort of trailer park humor? Andrew. Yes. It absolutely is. I right, no. Kind of. Just really quickly before we get, because I've gotten multiple emails on this. Why does Dubs make such the outlandish statements about Asians? That they have gills and they're the uh, descendants of pterodactyls and they have talons? Yes, and hollow bones. And hollow bones? Well, that's and, how they fly. That's why they're, they're pterodactyl. And that they're, and that they're flammable. Mm-hmm. Highly. We're going to get you in on the joke right here and pull back the radio curtain. It's actually something smart that Dubs came up with. <laughs> Believe it or not. To show how insanely stupid racism is at all of the racist comments that other people would say, namely, early on about black people when there were statements about them having extra bones in their ankles. Mm-hmm. I'm a genius. <laughs> See, <laughs> now I've taken it too far, though, and I'm actually believing that they do have hollow bones. I'm, I swear to God, I'll be walking through a store, and I don't want to bump into them because I don't want to break anything. Like peanut brittle, those people. Their legs are very skinny looking. Yes. I see. Well, that, that's I, because let me say they used to perch with them. Let me say this, Andrew. That's at least how the bit started. And I occasionally like to pull back the radio curtain to remind dubs and to let the rest of you in on it and know what it is. Doesn't a gun to get mean my brittle bones? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just lose the My battle. wrist is a potato chip. <laughs> Again, I have breadsticks for legs. It's, it's actually kind of smart in a dumb kind of way. Or at least that's the way I justify it. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, back in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrap it up, hour one, just flying by. You'll be a part of it. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. There is more going on in the world than just nuclear arms. Really? Football. Mm. Oh, is there a lot of football, J-Dubs? That was a great sports weekend, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting it. I was really expecting a real bad weekend of football with the, uh, the lineups that were out there. But a couple of the big games really came through. The uh, the Eagles versus the Cowboys, great game. Yeah, I actually have a... Well, let's start with Saturday. 
And baseball. Yes. Who'd have thunk it? Poor Jack Bradshaw and Chunks Corolla, Yankee fans. That's what happens when you align yourself with Chunks Corolla. Here's the call. <laughs> oh, the Tiger lead is 8-3. It'll be an 0-1 to Cano. And the pitch hit on the ground a second. Polanco fields, throws to first, in time, full game over. American League Division Series over. Tigers win. Who would have thought it, man, honestly? Did you see how crazy Detroit was going? Can you blame them, though? No. They have nothing else going on right now. Uh, I don't even blame the team. Because that, that's an upset of all upsets. I mean, you, got, you and I talked about it last week, how unfair it was almost to have this all-star team playing. Mm-hmm. And it's an all-baseball adage, just that good pitching always beats good hitting. And Bill, it, it certainly did this weekend. Bill in the 386. Hey, yeah, just a comment on Asian people, man. I think their legs look like pretzel rods. All right. That's what I meant by you're, breadsticks. You're not part of the bit. <laughs> Here's uh, Joe Torrey, Derek Jeter, and Alex Rodriguez talking about the loss. Yeah, right here. Hideout download. It's certainly disappointing. I mean, and everybody in that locker room is disappointed. You know, they outplayed us. They outpitched us. There's not much else you can say. You know, we were certainly ready to play when we came into this series. We felt pretty good about ourselves. And, you know, they showed that good pitching can stop good hitting. Play 162 games, you play spring training, try to win a championship, and uh, yeah, obviously it doesn't feel good. I hope to be back 100%, you know, and I hope, uh, you know, the fans of New York and, and, and Cashman and the boss don't want me to go anywhere because I'm committed to uh, make this thing work. I've never seen a guy be so messed up in the head and so screwed with like Alex Rodriguez. Really? He, he was in such a bad place. He was hitting eight. And he could not get anything done. Made an error. So now it's uh, Tigers versus Oakland. Tigers have a very good shot to get to that mm-hmm. World Series. They got outstanding pitching, hitting. That'd be amazing. They play defense. It's it's really unbelievable. What do you think is going to happen with Tori? He is should, he gone? He should stick around. Uh, I think Steinbrenner would be a complete dumbass to get rid of him. That's what I'm hearing, though, that he wants yeah. to. I saw that tale. Well, he doesn't want to blame it on himself or Cashman for loading up all these superstars and paying out all this money when Tory actually did a fantastic job of, uh, you know, man, you know, managery or um, managerial. The same, quite what I wanted to say. I'm such a retard. Radio Jihad. <laughs> of being a manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, though, it doesn't look like it's going to turn out very good for Tory. It'd be a big mistake if they dropped him. Mr. McNugget in the 407. Hey, j favorite caller here. What's up? I just wanted to talk about that game, the Eagles versus the Cowboys. All right, hold on a second. Before we do, though, here is, uh, here's the call on that one. We do have that. Hideout download. Glenn in motion. Let's go back. Gloves. Fires for the end zone. Intercepted. Intercepted. Oof. Running with the football down the left sideline to the 50. It's over. 40. 30. 20. It's Lino Shepard raising the ball. And he dives into the end Final score, 
The Eagles 38. The Cowboys 24. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was an. Uh, did you watch the game? Me? Yeah. Yes, I did. It was a fantastic football game. It was a very, very good football game. I'm but angry. <laughs> uh, I understand, Mr. McNuggets. Yeah. By the way, congratulations to Eric A. Mm-hmm. Eric A. was the winner of the Hideout Football Final Score Challenge. That means that Eric A. picked up on some free beer from Miller Lite for that game of the week, Dallas at Philly. So congratulations. What do you think about T.O. and this, like the whole thing? And I was a little disappointed Philly fan didn't set fire. Yeah, I thought they would do more. I was looking for an assassination, to be perfectly honest with you, and I'm a little disappointed that Philly fan didn't come through. I was expecting more stuff to be thrown at him on the sidelines. But, I mean, if maybe if it was the vet, that would have been worse. No, it's still Philly fan. It doesn't matter. But still, all... they, they've really kind of gotten the trash weeded back by uh, charging so much for those front tickets. Let me say this, too. Uh, Bledsoe. I think he was under the most pressure because he felt like he had to get the ball to T.O. to make something happen. And he was constantly un- under pressure, too. Well, that and he's under pressure with his own job. I, I started chanting Romo. I really did. I started chanting Danny White. I'd like to take it back that far. Um, keeping it in football really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I have Sirius along with XM. And I was listening while I was out running some errands to the Detroit Lions game. Oof. It was it was good up until, dude, as usual, about five minutes left in the game. It was comical. Like during the first quarter, I was listening and like laughing out loud. LOL. Why? Just so many bad things keep happening to your team. Mm-hmm. All those people went down in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, and all then these we were injuries, able, and then and... we were able to come back, and uh, you know. We turn a couple over, and then they take the lead. And then we run back a kickoff. Wonderful. Just called back on a damn <laughs> clipping. I'm telling you, the best comedy there is right now, forget about The Office, forget about the Colbert Report, it's the your Detroit Lions, J-Dubs. Uh-oh, kill the music. Kill the music. We have a special guest on the line, Joe Torrey. Hello. <laughs> I can't you there. Thank you, Joe Torrey. (laughs) Joe Torrey. There it is, the hideout exclusive. Uh, Cut that one up, send it up to ESPN. Think he'd be in a worse mood, Joe Torrey would be. He seems pretty uh, distraught. By the way, Tampa Tampa Bay sucks. Mm -hmm. Wow, they're bad. All right. Who are the uh, the teams that haven't won yet? Detroit? Tampa and Tampa. Oakland, right? Did Oakland win? Has Oakland won yet? I thought Oakland beat uh, the Browns. Okay, maybe. I'd still rather be a Tampa fan. They at least look like they have a future. Sorry. Redskins? How'd they do? They lost, they lost. Oh, that's right. Joe Torrey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> college football. Congratulations, University of Florida crushing LSU. And um, as far as hideout fantasy football goes... Helmet of shame. And the helmet of shame. I want to personally thank Fred Taylor of Jacksonville. Ooh, he saved your ass. Oh, you're not playing. And I want to, I want to actually thank uh, Jacksonville's defense. Mark St. Amant uh, told me to not start Grossman, and I will let him have it on Friday. 
Because I went with uh, yeah, I was watching that game. The like, instead. I'm like, wow, look at Hepe just shooting up there with the uh, with Grossman. Nice drive. Look at your score. I'm like, from now on, it's all Grossman all the time for me. Yeah, he told me not to start burying, and I was like, mm, Mark's wrong. No, I'm starting him. <laughs> um, let me say this for helmet of shame. Last week, Matthew Simmons Tory. Uh, lost in the Helmet of Shame, and we'll have to do a very nasty dance that we'll talk about a little bit later on Mm -hmm. for his Helmet of Shame. Right now, he is the low score going into Monday night. 49 points. He has to at least score... He's only got Jamal Lewis going. Mm -hmm. He needs 50. 34 points from Jamal Lewis to not be the loser. And who would that leave me? I believe, yeah, somewhere around there. Because you done for tonight? No, I have a kicker still. No, I think it's C-Lane. Okay. Yeah, I think it's C-Lane and the interns who have the lowest scoring team so far. And that again for the... Helmet of shame. So Friday night during the open door, we had to decide between two. The Heretics chose Matt doing a tucked dance to LaBouche that we're going to put on YouTube. Or... Him having to call his uh, sister, who's essentially like his mom, and it, you know, talk in detail about his first time losing his virginity. If Jamal Lewis doesn't score 34 points tonight, we get both. It looks like we're going to get both of them. So that will end up being a lot of fun. And pick your pony winners. That is another thing brought to us by Wing Street, where you could win 20 wings catered. Uh, not 20 wings, tw- <laughs> a catering party go. for 20 for Wing Street. You see, I'll throw the wings in. Um, right now, once again, it looks like Tommy Bateman is going to be the winner. Tommy running away with it this yeah. year. Congratulations, It's Bats. not me, it's Donovan McNabb. Thank God. Talk about how damn good you are, Tommy. No. <laughs> I, I'm very humble, and I just thank God for Donovan McNabb. I want to throw that karma award your way. No. Here. I've been watching My Name is Earl. No. We'll take a break, come back. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. We're back in the hideout, kicking off hour two on a Monday night. Want to remind you, we broadcast live this Thursday from the Do Action Sports Tour. And uh, see if you can beat Bill. Uh, Wild Bill from Sales. He's a fairly accomplished guitar player. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. And so if you can beat Wild Bill, what kind of guitar can they uh, win, Tommy Bateman? Um, It's a Les Paul Epiphone. And it's a Do Action Sports Tour. Uh, We're going to give out some more tickets here in a little bit with our game to catch a Predator card. And... You know, beat Wild Bill. It's gonna be a lot of fun out there on this Thursday night. Plus, you got Ludacris performing on Friday night. You got Drunky the Bear performing stunts all weekend. So this Thursday, though, we will be broadcasting live, and uh, do join us for that. I tell you what, uh, automatic entry in. We need a couple of amps. If some yes. people could help us out with that, if you can call right now with that, that'd be much appreciated. We'll get you tickets too. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Also, if you would like to play. In uh, the contest, beat Bill. Call right now, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dubs, they say that the new Evan Almighty starring Steve Carell mm-hmm. could end up costing upwards of $250 million. How are they going to make money on that one? That's going to be a tough sell. Comedies uh, 
are supposed to be good for being cheap. Like yeah. it's, it's all supposed to be in the writing and the performance as opposed to the you know special effects. Yeah, but the uh, the CGI and everything because I, I believe the. Uh, the Evan Almighty thing. It's supposed to be just like Bruce Almighty, but this time it's uh, Noah, and he's trying to uh, uh, fill up a uh, cruise ship full of each animal. All right, so Steve Carell is Noah then. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be modern day? Yeah. So wow. he's trying to fill up a cruise ship of uh, all these animals. I I don't I don't think I'd watch it. I don't know. It, I would, it, it would really have to be a good trailer because the premise doesn't seem too funny to me. I like Steve Carell, so I'm willing to give him a pass on some stuff. Like I, I would check this one out. Bruce Almighty was funny. Yeah, I thought, but it wasn't over the top. Like you know what? We need to spend all this money to get another one of these out there. Right. I hear you. Um, why don't you go to church? Boring. That's why I stopped. And uh, Sundays were like one of the only days I could work and make money in high school. So, so you stopped early on then? I stopped when I was 14. Okay. I would have to say I stopped probably around 17 going yeah. to church. I, I went every Sunday up till when I was 14 and started working. As it turns out, there's a uh, church in uh, New Jersey that say that church is too girly. Really? I've never, I've never noticed the girly angle to it. I've never, I haven't been, like I said, in years. I mean, it's probably been 10, 11 years since I've actually regularly attended church. I was always very bored, but I never felt girly at church. I I don't either. But I guess they're looking to kickstart it by making it real testosterone-filled. So one of the things that this New Jersey congregation did, they staged a special football service with the church women playing cheerleaders... Oh. The choir and pastor dressed in numbered jerseys and a banner proclaiming Christ. He gave his all for the team. All right. Say God's doing his rounds. And he just happens to peek in on this congregation on this day. What's God going to think while a bunch of people are jumping around in football jerseys in his house? Protect his house. That's what he'll be saying as long as they have under armor on. <laughs> You know, that could be one of the sayings, protect this house. What what was their saying they were using? Christ, he gave his all for the team. (laughs) Do you think they changed it, too, to the first and ten commandments? Oh, of course. Yeah, if you're going to do a gimmick, you got to go all out. You know, really punching in there that uh, that the Romans spiked Christ. Duh. Yeah, throw that out there. I wonder if that one church in Kansas that goes around protesting the uh, funerals of the oh, soldiers, the, West, that, the yeah, Westboro Baptist. Yeah, if they come back and they, uh, you know, their whole thing is God hates gays because mm-hmm. it's a helmet to helmet foul, <laughs> helmet to helmet contact penalty. Yeah. Now that Westboro Baptist Church, a little update on them. Mm-hmm. Guess where they're out protesting now. The funerals of those uh, those uh, Pennsylvania, um, the Amish Amish kids. Yeah, because those people didn't love God. Donna in the four hundred seven. What's up, Donna? Hey, um, I think you guys should be offended. Why? 
because you're men, and they're saying that church is too girly. Does that mean you're incapable of compassion? Yeah, basically. Um, yes, <laughs> actually, I wouldn't be offended at all. Uh, I think that could be. A nice point, though. <laughs> you just ran into a couple of very uh, awful human beings here in the hideout in Hefe and Dubs. Now... With the priests at this place, I don't know if they're priests or whatever. But no, I think it's just regular old pastors. I don't pastors. think this is a, a, a Catholic thing. Well, the pastors. Do you think they're going to start up a touch league? Hmm. Well, if they do have a touch league, you know, uh, they have to support the tuck rule. Of course, without a doubt. A church in New Jersey. Special football service with the church woman playing cheerleaders, choir and pastor dressed in numbered jerseys, and a banner proclaiming Christ. He gave his all for the team. He no. did. Yeah, he really did. And uh, that's he, why they, that's why they go out and protest abortions with uh, with the slogan "Don't dump ga- uh, dump Gatorade, not babies." <laughs> all right, I just get an amazing <laughs> mental image. I like to see that in a shock movie. Pasta in the 407. Pasta, what's up? Hey, thanks for taking the call. Tell me when they uh, give out beer and nachos instead of wine and Eucharist. That would make me go. Yes. You go up there and you dip it instead of uh, in the wine. Nice big bat of cheese. I've always maintained that uh, church doesn't do enough as far as concessions go. I would agree. You're but... already passing your money down the aisle. How about not a bag of uh, peanuts thrown in return? At least that or, you know, have a concession stand or uh, a machine there where, you know, jack it up a little bit. Like it's, a, uh, like it's one of these uh, overly priced um, stores or something. You can't act like you don't, you know, eat when you're doing things. Mm-hmm. When you go to the movies and eat. I, I think people would be more apt to pay attention and enjoy the service a little more. Maybe even... You know, taking the message. I really wondered that during Passion of the Christ, if people were going out to the theaters and eating popcorn during that. I was. Really? I had popcorn, nachos, and a uh, large Slurpee, just looking at Monica Bellucci crying in the dirt, thinking, wow, that's hot. Mm, I want Juji Fruits. K-Mike in the 407. Hey, what's up, (laughs) y'all? But this is a K-Mike, but go ahead, Tony. Hey, 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 chilling, you guys. The Reverend um, at my church had the same thing, dude. He said that the church was too girly. So what he ended up doing was dragging some kid and he chunks out and gave him an angry right. on the stage. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not K-Mike. Murphy in the 321. Yeah, it's going to end up with a dance. Hey! What's up, Murphy? Big fan. Thank you. Uh, what if they had a uh, football-shaped Eucharist and the, the priest, like, hiked it to you? All right, you know, here's what they ought to do. I remember when I was working for the Detroit Lions Radio Network and I was mm-hmm. in promotions and we'd go and we'd set up like in the, uh, the the bubble, which was the Little Dome at the time when they used to play at the old Silver Dome. We'd have all these games and maybe I'd do the things, you know, where you throw the football yeah. through the hoop and you, we want a free Bible or something. It would work. And I think everybody likes free stuff. Everybody take that Bible. Now, I uh, guess too. When it comes to this, you know, church and the congregation, uh, when it comes to premarital sex, they say the good book, along with Madden, uh, they both agree it's good to fill the A gap. You always got to remember that. Mm-hmm. I just had a nasty visual there, too. Thank you for that. I don't know from what. I'm talking football. K-Mike in the 407. 
Hey, what about doing some tailgating before and after? I would tailgate. Uh, Heck yeah. Uh, in fact, enough with the Sunday school. Or maybe that's what you do. You go there, you, you put your, your kids in uh, Sunday school, and you uh, you sit on your tailgate, grow some brats. Here, you could grow brats. You could have a nice Jesus beer, mm-hmm. and you could literally do a little prayer meeting outside, like for real, and just you know study up on the scripture before you go inside. Right, K. Mike says he is now back to back offended, <laughs> and he's going to throw Tony off the boat next time he sees him. <laughs> There's no reason to take it there. All right, we got to take a break. Do you think, though, if, like, the church goes the way of the NFL and they start taking in all the football stuff, do you think that there could be a problem where, like, the pews are sponsored by Levitra and they just start to, in Cialis, and they just start taking all this corporate money as well? Each uh, hymnal. You got to be careful. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. At high schools. CJ in the 407. What's up, CJ? Yeah, man, I used to work in an abortion clinic. We used to set up a field goal. We used to drop kick the little fella right through the post. All right. Jesus. Shock jock. Shock jock. Shock jock. Josh in the 770. How about pretending to screen a phone call? Josh. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's happening, fellas? What's up, buddy? Hey, let me ask you a question, man. Um, If you don't want me asking, how did y'all boys get approached for um, doing this night show? What do you mean? Like, what, what do you... Well, because I know uh, old Drew used to be there before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drew was here before, then he got fired or quit or whatever he says he does, and now he does mornings over at uh, O-Rock. Yeah, and him and Savannah together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I'm just saying, how did y'all boys get approached to, to do this uh, nighttime show? All right, All right. well, we, I don't mind giving a little yeah. update on the story. Well, throw it out, throw out the uh, history. About the same time that everything went down with Drew, we were in Washington, D.C. at 106.7 WJFK. And there was a format flip, kind of like what happened here, mm-hmm. where, what was the oldie station? What was it, like Big 100? Yeah. That flipped to Roomba. Mm-hmm. And up in Washington, D.C., one of the alternative stations flipped to El Zul. Well, there were a couple of shows over there that had contracts that had to get moved over to WJFK, where we were doing late nights from 11 to 1, and therefore we, we went to weekends, but we're not a weekend show. We've progressed far beyond that. And uh, we started looking, and we talked to Baltimore, we talked to Detroit, Orlando came into play, and we're now down here in Orlando. That's the story. That is basically the story. And I guess Drew went to spin records on the weekend, mm-hmm. and now he's doing that morning show with Savannah. Well, that morning thing, I wouldn't call it a show. But it's something. I guess. <laughs> if you wanted to call it that. Eh. Do what you gotta do, brah. That's what I tell them all. Yeah. Do what you gotta do, brah. Really? I don't know about that. Higgins in the 321. What's up, Higgins? Magnum. Hey, I thought it was a good time to talk about the first church of chunksolatism. I'm not interested in the first church of chunksolatism. <laughs> I know he's a big fan, and he came up with his own rules. I totally forgot about that bit. And his whole thing of what he thought should happen in Chunks' commandments. Navy guy in the 386. Hey there, Navy guy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yep. What's up? I called you guys uh, a couple of months back and told you I was uh, signing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have uh, officially taken the oath. 
And uh, with everything going on, I just want to get you, uh, your take on it. Now, g- give me a little backstory on uh, why you called us for uh, for advice on signing up. What was your? Um, why why were you uh, thinking about it? Wait, and... If I recall correctly, wasn't your girlfriend cheating on you or something, and you wanted to escape it? Uh, no. Okay, that, that was a different guy. All right, we've I, had a couple yeah, couple guys. I know there's another guy. All right, what was your story? Well, you just wanted to go help out. Help no, no, I'm thirty. No, I'm thirty one years old, and um, and uh, I've been a restaurant manager, a butcher, everything else, and I've gotten absolutely nowhere. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, they offered me a, a, a decent deal. I, I scored very well in the ASVAB. And um, now I'm going to uh, be uh, working on some computers. Here's what I think. To be perfectly honest, if I had to go into the service, I'm going Navy. Um, Just with all the things that are going on in the world and a lot of the landlocked areas, although now North Korea coming into play, Mm. to me a a nice ship seems a place to be. I I, I could be wrong, and this is me speaking as a wuss, not calling you one. And if you're a smart guy and you did well on the tests, I mean, you know, we you, we could obviously use more people like you serving this country. I think it's good for you. When do you leave? Uh, February. Oh, you got plenty of time to party then. Yeah. That's good for you. Yeah, what, well, yeah actually, I, actually, I'm I'm really thinking because I'm out of shape. I'm gonna, I mean, really start running and uh, <clears throat> with with my um, with my uh, uh, new military ID, I can go into the Y and use their uh, their uh, services. I will. Well, let me let me give you a little advice here. Actually, chunks will. Go to H57.com, 187H57Diet for H57 Hootie, man. It'll help you uh, curb your appetite. That, you that sounds well. fantastic, but, I, but I'm six feet and I weigh uh, about 50. Oh, yeah. yeah he, need he needs cardiovascular. Mm-hmm. No, he needs yeah. it. Oh, Everyone does. Or a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> Actually, that's what I'm smoking right now. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, my biggest thing is um, uh, do you guys think that uh, my wife will cheat? Yes. Yes, without a doubt. Is she human? So, what that? Just don't get pissed about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, humans. That, you, know, you leave uh, someone alone long enough, they're going to you know stray. Is she hot? Uh, well, she's um, she's five three and weighs about um, two ten. And you're five what? I'm six foot and weigh about about fifty. Okay, so you guys white look... guy, black guy. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a white guy. Uh-huh. Uh, so you look like the number ten Shocking. standing next to each other at your wedding. <laughs> I would. Um... All right, here's the lucky thing: if she weighs that much, she probably doesn't have options. <laughs> However, that doesn't mean a whole lot. Um, you have a ten year old daughter too. No, please. That kids mean nothing. If she really wants to get some, here's the question though: Will you cheat if you're on that battleship and you're, uh, you know, no, docking you're... somewhere? Actually, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm probably going to be on the battleship, and I want to ask about that. Do you think they, um, the uh, uh, Kim Jong-il will nuke a, a ship that's out there? No, I think you're safe on a ship. <laughs> what? I, I, I think you're safe on a ship. Well, wouldn't you be safe on a ship? You can't From nuke. From a nuke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're pretty thick. Yeah, you're not going to get Yeah, he's not going to you know, nuke. Now, you may get a missile. you got to worry more about her cheating, though. Here's the thing. You want to okay. make sure between now and you leave in February, you've got to try to pack on another 50 pounds. Okay. And, and I'm I, not lying. I'm talking. You bring no, home no, fast actually, food no, that, every that's night. That's what I plan on doing. And I, if I were you, I would uh, I would hope for a nuclear blast. Because I'm sure it kind of smells like her back. And it would, uh, <laughs> Why be an ass? The guy's, going to, the guy's going to serve our country. There's no reason to be an ass about his wife. No, no, it's, no it's okay. She has some folds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think, though, while you're doing it? you dig it or what? You like the big chicks? Uh, actually, no. Uh, when we first got together, um, I was about the same, and she was uh, about uh, 
50 pounds lighter. Yeah, that's what a kid does. Here's what I'd do. Well, if I was we, well, having... Actually, we got married when we were 19. Mm-hmm. That's smart. That We've been married worked. for 12 years. I'm 31 years old. Yeah, no wonder you want to escape to the Navy. <laughs> I was uh... Here's what I'd do while I was having sex with her. I'd be watching TV, and if I had a, needed a place to put the remote, I'd just put it in one of those folds. That way I didn't lose it in the bed sheets. <laughs> that way you know it's always there. Hey, man, best of luck, and uh, check in. We'd love to see you sometime before you leave in February, buddy. All right, take care. Then you're going to worry about water damage to the thing. I tell you, you can't go with a high-end remote. <laughs> Seriously, why not? Put them to use. I tell her. You're going to put on all that weight, all of a sudden you can become a human bookshelf. <laughs> Just slapping different stuff onto the side of her. Who needs a safe or a safety deposit box? Here, hold our merit certificate. Lift. You got like 100 CDs rolling down her side. No. Alphabetical. Treat her like a human being. She's not going to be a CD cart. <laughs> Honey, where are my car keys? Oh, there they are. I need that pen. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. You're the best. Schnookums. I would, though. I think if my chick had put on that much weight, I'd just be an ass. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. However, I've put on weight since I've been with my chick. And uh, she better keep her mouth shut. And I'm sure every time you kiss her, it tastes like the planter's peanut guy. I was an idiot. <sighs> you know what's awful, though? Hmm. It is just a horrible double standard. Of course it is. Because that poor lady gave birth. <laughs> but that was... you, you could grow radishes on her back. But that was ten years ago. You know what I mean? Like, here's one of my big problems. I hate it when chicks use pregnancy as an excuse to get fat. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that, because to me, if you were if you were carrying your child, it's not a reason to go eat pickles and ice cream. See, men crave that stuff every day, and we just deal with it. Well, not even that. If you're if you're carrying another human being inside you, maybe you don't have enough respect for yourself and your body to where you don't want to take care of it. I know I certainly don't. But if for some reason I was living for another person and another person had to depend on the nutrition that I was giving them, I wouldn't be putting awful things into my body. I would I would think, you know what, for nine months I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to eat a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, a lot of protein, so this baby comes out healthy. But instead you have these, not every woman, there's a lot of smart women who will eat right. But the majority, the vast majority... It's an excuse to become a piglet. Without a doubt, I I would drastically change my life if uh, I were a chick pregnant. I'd probably switch to ultralights. <laughs> as far as I would go. Demon. Christ, I was thinking the same thing as Chunks. <laughs> I better shoot myself in the uh, undercarriage area. Oh, come on. Take a break. Come back. <laughs> Am I wrong on that, though? No. Like, for real? I remember I said that once before, and some lady called up and was like, you don't know what it's like to be a woman. No, I don't, but I can yeah, sit here. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what it's like for no one to care about me. I can <laughs> sit here and I can, <laughs> I can judge you. God, man. That's a little over the top. There's no need for that. Like, if your chick got pregnant, would you allow her to eat crap? Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> I, I would allow her to uh, to eat antifreeze. That would help out. I got three. <laughs> three little syllables. Turpentine. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout. Roll radio. 104.1. <laughs>
Monday night, Grow Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star 1041 on Singular Wireless Phone. Um, man, there's a lot I want to get to. I got a lot of audio. You want to you do a couple hideout downloads really quickly? Sure. There, I gotta get, let me say this real fast. Uh, we used to do this thing with Local 6 uh, where they would call in and we would do... Um, Heard it first in the hideout, and they would preview during the 10 o'clock hour what was coming up at 11. It was a lot of fun uh, with the lovely Jackie London coming in. And I want to say Channel 6, Local 6 is really, it's like they did this whole upgrade on Local6.com. Mm-hmm. And also, too, the uh, the reporters, it seems, have gotten a lot better as well. So uh, kudos to them. There are, a couple, there are like three stories I want to play for you real fast. This is just this is stuff that happened over the weekend. Um... This one I found interesting. This is a guy, apparently, who, I guess, allegedly killed his girlfriend. Then, I think, slept with the body and then killed her cats. Hideout download. Deputies say the suspect confessed to murdering his girlfriend inside their apartment that they shared here in Ocala. He tells police he stayed overnight with the body, then took her cats to be euthanized. Now investigators just got a warrant to search the apartment for more clues in this bizarre case. James, did you kill your girlfriend? James Curtis Johnston ignores our camera as he heads to jail. Authorities say he confessed to strangling his girlfriend of six years at their Ocala apartment. They had an argument over possibly a drinking problem that she had. Then the argument got physical. Johnston admits he choked 46-year-old Barbara Campbell to death. At that point, he says that he laid her in the bed. Um, He changed her clothes, he pulled the covers up over her, and placed a plant next to her. Then he slept in the apartment. Wow. All right, I want something morbid. I can kind of understand it. How so? How can you understand uh, choking a woman out? And then, I can understand that. I've felt the rage before. But I can't understand afterwards... Changing her clothes and putting the plant next to her. Here's why. I would think that, obviously, they were in some sort of emotional, heated debate. To me, if it, if if I if we got into such a place where it escalated and we were choking each other out and my girlfriend accidentally died, mm-hmm. I love her, and immediately I would be sad, like, oh my God, what did I do? And... Think to myself, you know, first of all, I couldn't imagine the things going through my head. And well, how did I let it get to this point? What do I do now? I wonder what she smells like. I want to try to make her as comfortable as possible. She's dead. Maybe put her in her favorite clothes and lie her in the bed. There's I, no comfort there. I would think I'd go so far as to snuggle the body. Just stricken with sadness. Yeah, because a lady wants to be snuggled. By the man who just choked her out. Well, I didn't mean to kill her. It was accidental. So? I'm not talking about me. I'm just getting into it a little bit too much. I don't think a woman, no matter how much she loved the guy, if she got choked out by him, 
I don't think he, she wants to uh, cuddle with him five minutes afterwards. Listen, I can understand that. I'm just saying, I kind of know where the guy's coming from. He was just saving her from herself. <laughs> it sounded like he really wanted to. He was trying to save her from the drinking problem. She wouldn't listen. He tried to learn her some sense, and that's what happened. Well, I don't know about that. I know. I'm now familiar. I do get it. See, it makes sense now, doesn't it? Perfect. Perfect choke you, sense. Choke you so you don't kill yourself on that drink. Hideout download. This is for your liver. At that point, he says that he laid her in the bed. Um, he changed her clothes. He pulled the covers up over her and placed a plant next to her. Then he slept in the apartment with the body Wednesday night. And the story... All right, Matt says maybe he just wanted to do a puppet show later. He's a big fan of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, don't download. Don't mind my girlfriend. She's dead tired. Is that really a line in that movie? We went to a killer party last night. Oh, God. And the story gets more bizarre and cruel. This morning at 10 a.m., we know that he went to the animal uh, cruelty center and had her five cats euthanized so that they could be with her. I understand it. What a freak. I don't know if I'd want to live. With little Tycho Tyrone, maybe I'd want him to uh, move on to the better place with Mommy. Because I don't deserve to have it. So when you die, both the cats and the people go to the same place. Mm-hmm. In the ground. Yeah, why not? Do you want to be buried with that uh, fur-covered turd you call a cat? <laughs> How dare you talk about my cat that <laughs> oh, way. It reeks. He, here's the thing. He has really bad breath. And I don't know what to do with it. I think it's the food we give him, because we would give him a lot of fish food. Like food that's a fish. And I feel like I need to uh, give him some sort of breath mint or something. Other than that, he smells fantastic. I thought that didn't happen until like, later in their lives, mm-hmm. when their teeth are rotting. No, he's teething right now. Hideout download. The 45-year-old suspect went to his VA clinic and turned himself in to his doctor, saying authorities would find Campbell's body in the apartment. Neighbors say they were aware that the couple had domestic problems. It's sad and hurt and so close. You know, I kind of feel like one day that probably would have happened when you're in an abusive relationship like that. Johnston is charged with first-degree murder. He's being held in the Marion County Jail without bond. In Ocala, Jessica D'Onofrio, Local 6. All right, here's the thing, though. I think you Local6.com for that. I think the guy was honestly torn up about it, felt awful, and wanted, you know, to somehow, and there's no way he could make it right, but at least by trying to give a little respect to her body and then sending her cats on their way. I kind of see it. I'm not going to lie to you. To be with mommy. That is uh, just a odd way of thinking about it, though. No, I agree. I'm not going to say I'm normal. But I do kind of understand. Listen, I understand killing the girlfriend. See? And that's the only part you can yeah, understand. We're polar opposites. I get the rage that you feel and accidentally breaking a small woman's neck. But I don't get changing her clothes... Killing the cats, putting the plant next to no, her. No, because that would take respect for her. That's why you don't get it. You have no respect for someone if you've just That's not true. Choked her. That's not true either. It is very true. Uh uh-uh. uh. You would never choke someone to death that you really respect. If you were in a if you were all full of rage, sure you would. 
What if they needed it to save them from that drinking problem? <laughs> All right, here's another local six story. Completely different feel. Okay. I'd say this is more the way J Dubs would handle it. This one happened in Bithlow. Hideout download. Deputies are puzzled. Is this the scene of a crime? They know the victim and the suspect lives here in this mobile home community in Bithlow. She was last seen in um, the residence that she lived at at the fence, talking with the neighbor, which lives behind him, I guess the guy she was dating. And last week they were doing more than that, according to the suspect himself. Kevin Dial, 35, claims he and Mary Beth Trowbridge, 19, were having sex here when she suddenly died. Deputies know for sure this is a crime scene. This ditch off State Road 50 in Titusville is where a passerby discovered Trowbridge's body on Sunday, lying face down, decomposing half naked. And Dial admits to dumping her here with the help of a friend. They dragged her body from the mobile home to the car and eventually to the ditch. Dial only called deputies after he saw pictures of her jewelry and clothing we showed you in our newscast. I have some feeling that maybe it could be an accident just by knowing him a little bit, you know, because he seemed like a nice guy. But then again, you don't really know people until you know what they're capable of doing. And that is the question. Deputies say they know Dial is capable of other crimes. He has a long criminal history, including an arrest for attempted murder. He said he uh, freaked out. This guy's been in prison in Illinois. He's been in prison in Florida. He got out of prison a year ago. Last thing he needed was the cops showing up at his trailer with a dead woman laying on the floor. And neighbors here speculate that her death may have had something to do with drugs. But deputies say before they can even discuss that, they have to wait for toxicology reports. They often also have to wait on an autopsy before they can file any additional charges, if there will be any. Meanwhile, Dial remains in jail on a $100,000 bond. I've been bitloaded tonight, Eric on Angle Level 6. All right, again, Angle Level 6 really getting better over there. With like, it's, I can just tell the difference, so kudos to the news department. That's a sixth story. Why were you laughing? I'm telling you, completely different way of handling it. Mm-hmm. You got to say that one person respected the one by dressing the body up and trying to make things respectable, as opposed to calling his buddy over and dragging one body from the trailer into a ditch and just leaving it there. One smarter than the other. Who? The guy who drags. Don't get it. Daryl in the 407. What's up, Daryl? J-Dubs, I can't see how you could say that that guy didn't love her because he choked her. Because when Chunks choked on me, I gave him a towel to wash his face off. <laughs> All right. Jay in the 407. I think Chunks has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. What's I was up? just going to say, man. Yeah. What's up? You're saying that Pepe uh, like is uh, thinking about it in an odd way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And is there is there really a right way to think about that? I think he's right, man. He just cared about the girl. And... He regretted what he did. I, I think he, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, he felt off. I just, I'm putting myself in my shoes, or in his shoes. Mm-hmm. They didn't wear shoes, they wore sandals. But I look at it, I'm just thinking, man, if I accidentally killed my chick, I'd feel awful. You'd of course be- you would. And but I, that, that doesn't give you the right to look at her dead, naked body while you're, uh, while you're changing the clothes. I think it certainly gives me the right. You'd, you'd be one of those people in hostel, wouldn't you? Paying money to be able to torture people any way you wanted to? Well, that's what I used to have a radio show for until Clear Channel put a stop to it. That's what interns were for. Anti-Matt in the 407. Yeah, I just want to know if there's any truth to the rumor that that guy killed his chick because she hacked his MySpace account. <laughs> that's my chick. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's the thing. Don't think I wasn't angry then when I got home. Any choking at all? Of course not. I'd never hit a woman. Come on. I would. Just never... work the ribs a little bit, blame it on asthma. Yeah. That's my code. Shock jaw. You what? Do you really believe that? Yes. If you're going to, that's how you do it. <laughs> okay, but you're not going to. Hmm? All right, Dopey says if he was in Orlando, he'd make a pass at Chunks. It's just being honest. It's H57 Hootie. I can't help it. Let's take a break and come back. It's a hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour two with the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Saturday night. You mean your check uh, headed out to Halloween, Halloween Horror Nights? Nights? Yes. Doing the VIP tour? Mm-hmm. I love That'll the be v- fun. I love the VIP tour. Yeah, it's the best. Skipping the lines. Going on everything. Here's the cool thing, too. Uh, my chick's working out there this year. Mm-hmm. So she'll be there that night. And uh, I'm going to get there with her, drive down with her. She's got to be sober, obviously. Mm-hmm. Get wasted. I mean, drunk beyond all drunk. And then I have her drive me home. What time does she have to be out there? Seven. We have, to, we, have we have to be, be there at six thirty. So yeah, it works out perfectly. Mm-hmm. To be, to be uh, honest. So really looking forward to Halloween Horror Nights. In fact, coming up hour three in the hideout tonight, we will have tickets, parking pass for Universal Orlando, some uh, Halloween Horror Nights T-shirts, mm-hmm. and some tickets, uh, a pair of them for Halloween Horror Nights sixteen. Plus, get you qualified for the grand prize, one of these unmasked tours. So um, HalloweenHorrorNights.com. Or your neighborhood public store as well. You can get them there. They have a neat little setup, so you can even pick which day you want to go in the whole thing. Wonderful. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Here's how we're going to give away the Halloween Horror Nights tickets during Hour 3. With To Catch a Predator card. Those of you know here in the hideout, we love the Dateline to Catch a Predator series where they're catching the pedophiles. Mm -hmm. And I turned it into a little game, which we're going to find out what card does does the pedophile, a potential pedophile, play i.e. the race card, the daddy touch me as a kid card. What excuse do they throw out there? Perfectly. Uh, perfectly said, J-Dubs. So we're going to do that coming up during hour three, and Wonderful. it should be a lot of fun. Also, an update on John Mark Carr. Oh, there's an update on him? Yes. Jesus, this is, what, this is a gift that doesn't stop giving. He will never go away. I love him. And I thank him for that. And there's also, sadly, one more local story concerning... Uh, Kid touchers. Maybe we'll start off with that one. Again, from Local 6 and Local6.com. They're doing very good work over there. And I found this story. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this guy thinking? And it kind of ties in with the whole To Catch a Predator John Mark Carr thing. So all that in Hour 3. Halloween Horror Nights tickets. Do action uh, tour tickets. And a whole lot more. So hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I'll take Mantle. LOL. Here it is, Tower 3 on a Monday night, flying by in the hideout. Troll Radio 104.1. Feel free to hop in. In fact, coming up at the end of this hour, you will have your chance to win tickets. Halloween Horror Nights, Do Action Sports Tour will be broadcasting live from both of them. Do Action Sports Tours this Thursday with the Beat Wild Bill Guitar Challenge. 
Then on Friday, October 20th at Halloween Horror Nights, J-Dubs, it is you and your birthday. Yes, I'm very excited about that. And we're just going to make a whole party of it, I believe. See, you're going out twice in one week uh, over to uh, the uh, Universal. You get completely wasted. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights, I think I went three times last year. Really? Yeah. I, I, I only got to go through like the houses once. I went on the VIP tour last year. Mm-hmm. Then we did our live broadcast, and I stuck around last year. Then I believe I went one more time after that. And I had had a blast each and every time, so that's why I'm planning on going you know, twice in the span of a week, actually. And that way, too, on the VIP tour, we've already done everything, mm-hmm. so it's a lot more fun to then... On your birthday, you know, if we want to go through some stuff, we can. Or we'll just go hang out and drink and watch everybody walk by. We kind of can pick and choose what we really want to do, and then we can get hammered. It'll be a blast. So stay tuned for those tickets for that as we play a little game uh, with the To Catch a Predator. Again, one more story from Local 6 in the Hideout Download. Uh, You had sent this one over to me, but I had actually seen it as well. I don't know, for some reason this caught our eye. (laughs) Hideout Download. You will not go onto the premises of any school grounds or property. William Lanham is a high school girls basketball coach at Orlando Christian Prep, a sporty man who likes trophies, and it was his trophies that police say landed him behind bars. We knew that most likely he would still have that videotape with him. A videotape, police say, of a sexual encounter he wanted to remember, a tape they found in his bedroom, one that dates back seven years ago, and police say it's the proof they need that this coach was doing more than coaching basketball skills. He was having sex with one of his 16-year-old players. Police say he taped them having sex twice. It's what made the whole case. A 23-year-old woman recently came forward saying she began a sexual relationship with... What is it with people who commit these crimes that need to keep like uh, some kind of evidence or trophy, as they call it, uh, of their encounter or conquest? As a pack rat... I keep everything. I know. You You still have your uh, first dome that you used. I do. By the way, I wanted to talk about it uh, on Friday night. Friday night was the 11-year anniversary of me losing my virginity, and I still do have that dome uh, somewhere. I can't believe you'd keep that. Why not? Is it, like, packaged? Yeah, it's in, like, a little baggie. Have you ever opened no, it up? No, 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 no. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting keeping the thing. Mm. Why are you wearing on your download. elbow? Hideout download. Recently came forward saying she began a sexual relationship with Lanham when she was 14 years old while he was her 8th grade basketball coach at St. John Vianney. It was his suggestion that the child go to Bishop Moore um, to that high school where he now is going to be the coach. Police say their sexual relationship continued throughout her high school years at Bishop Moore where Lanham was also her basketball coach. Apparently the relationship ended uh, upon her graduation. But Lanham kept a token of the affair, a tape made when the victim was 16 years old. Hardcore evidence that allowed the authorities to arrest him. By law, they can no longer prosecute him for having... you got to think about it, too. Serial killers do this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how they always catch these people. They have either like a little chest full of uh, little trinkets and stuff they've taken from the, the murder scene, or they make tapes of this stuff. Let me tell you how much of a pack rat I am. So I'm in the office, and I look into the trash can, and there's a VIP laminate of our live broadcast the vip laminate for slow and low barbecue when we very first got down here i go mm-hmm. what's that doing in the trash and i put i picked it out of the trash and put it in my bag why it was a fun broadcast but i don't really and i think i even have one at home here's my thing about being a pack rat 
at some point in my life, I think I'm going to sit down and just go through all my stuff and just remember. And I think having something in hand will enhance the uh, the memory process. The furthest I've ever gone with this kind of stuff is my first encounter with a chick. I didn't wash my hands for a couple days. Oh. <laughs> you and every Why? other teenage boy. Exactly. Hey, that, come here, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know what we used to do? Like, uh, at a party, we'd be drunk, and uh, we'd act like we just hooked up with a chick. But what we really did... Oh, God, I know the story. What we really did, we uh, kind of used our hands as toilet paper. <laughs> and we'd be like, hey, bro, check this out. And have him... <laughs> Have our friends smell our hands. It's so awful. He'd be like, "What? What happened, man?" He goes, "Oh, you're the dirtiest man on earth." <laughs> and we had this one friend who fell for it every time, week after week. Hey, RJ, come here. <laughs> RJ, that's the danger. Every teenage kid has done it. I remember distinctly one time afterwards. When I was living with Erod, and I'll tell you what, if I ever went back out with a chick like that, that uh, I I, uh, I would I would kill myself because it wasn't good. No, of course <laughs> but not. I had no basis for comparison. You're so dirty. <laughs> you are filthy. Uh. Hideout download. When the victim was 16 years old, hardcore evidence that allowed the authorities to arrest him. By law, they can no longer prosecute him for having sex with a minor, but they can get him on possession of child pornography. And now they want to know, was this 23-year-old his only victim? Experience tells us that these guys just don't stop with one. And while police continue to search for potential other victims, school officials at Orlando Christian Prep have called an emergency parents meeting for Monday night starting at 6.30. So anyway, that's something local going on here. And uh, it's nuts to think about. Going back to the uh, pack rat thing, Mm -hmm. uh, opening uh, opening game, MCI Center, Wizards versus the Sonics. They just built the stadium, and I was so fat. That I stepped on uh, the ledge, like the concrete ledge, to get to my chair, and I broke a little piece of it off. Stop. And I kept it, and I wrote down December second, nineteen ninety-seven, opening game. I still have it. I can't believe you used to be that fat. I know you used to be fat, but I to wanna... actually break a step. Because well, people always wonder, what does Chunks get his name? Because he's not Chunky anymore, thanks to the H for the seven hoodie. There, I said it for you. This be t- I think then I was about two hundred fifty-six pounds. <laughs> At your height, Jesus. that's fat. Yeah, it's about 256 pounds. Do you have photos of that time with you? Of you? Uh, I might have one. You know this, Hefe, though. Uh, When you were at your heaviest, you don't take pictures. When I was at my heaviest, I don't take pictures. Dude, I have this one photo. I was a a DJ in Flint, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Okay? And... Wow. I've never seen this. Here's uh, here's, uh, Chunks' George Mason University um, ID card. So I was at my big... Dude, I was like 287. I was pushing three bills. Mm-hmm. And um, I was DJing at Flint's Rocker Radio, Banana 101.5. That actually doesn't even look all that bad. You are... Look at the face. Look, yeah. at, look at the difference in the face. So you can tell how big his body was compared to it. Look I, at that neck. I just got handed one by Gazoo, and he was 50 pounds heavier, and he had a horrible haircut. Jesus. Go put that up, uh, cover up your name. Actually, uh, Alexander Venezia. I have one fat picture of myself. 
But anyway, so I was at, I was about, I was about to go to a Mavericks game, and I was wearing like a big Mavericks jersey that's like triple X, and it was white. Mm-hmm. And the photo of me is just so disgusting. And I, I don't I still have that stuff around. Yeah, I've seen this one. Hey, uh, chunks. You tell me, best. Take this one. This is a, a fat picture of me taking in show happy. All right, let me see what you got. Yeah, show these on Real uh, Real TV on RealRadio.fm so people can see how disgusting you are. <laughs> your fat niece, and Michaela. How's she doing, by the way? I don't know. I haven't talked to any of them uh, I have to pee. since the start of the divorce. Oh, your your sister? Yeah, my sister and her husband are getting divorced, and uh, I'm sure him and Michaela it's completely uh, devastated by all Here's this. Here's the thing. It might turn to eating. Yeah. <laughs> if they actually cut her in half and separated and split custody, then she would be the size of maybe only two children. It's odd. A, pre- Each. a prehistoric age internet love connection didn't make it the test of time. You know, it's shocking, though, that it made it this long. That I is agree. True. You think it was they were just too fat and lazy to get divorced before? Because they got together on Prodigy. That's how long ago that was. Yeah, and it was uh, ten years. They're They're almost up to ten years. That's not too bad when you think about it. No. Ten years and 10,000 pounds later. <laughs> uh, that's just a daughter. Why do you keep that picture down? <laughs> For moments like this. And, you know, Hefe, you were in a bad mood earlier. Mm-hmm. I was about to pull this out to cheer you up. This is this is my uh, trump card. For whenever anybody's in a bad mood, I'll be like, hey, man, whenever it gets too terribly bad, look at this. When can we get your niece on the show? <laughs> How old is she? Um, seven. We won't call her fat. We'll just talk to her. I can't promise that. <laughs> no, we'll just talk to her. Here's what we ought to do. We ought to just talk to her. and Everything we'll ask her about is food. And just her favorite fast food. And Hey, remember we had... What Bel- tastes better with gravy? <laughs> Back in D.C., we had that fat guy, Belcher, do a fat kid food update. Oh, he yeah. Tell us every week what he ate. Yeah, he would say, he'd do reviews like, this week, Subway's come out with a new uh, <laughs> sub. I don't like it as much. There's not enough uh, cream cheese on it. We should have her do that. At seven, why not? Is this I would love to see... How many hot lunches she gets? Oh, like if she goes through the line two or three times. I was she watching. Puts it under her armpit and everything is hot. <laughs> Even an ice cream sandwich ends up being a uh, one of those deep fried. So I was watching Real Sports with Bryant Gumble, and they were talking about how the big thing is with high schoolers. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get college scholarships, so a lot of the kids, offensive linemen. Will just eat so they can get up to 300 pounds. You yeah. know, because the big thing is to be over 300 pounds if you're over, you know, 6'2, six, 6'3, six, and there's a lot better chance of you getting a college scholarship. And there's this one guy, looked exactly like Matt Albert. He went in as a freshman year, he was like 6'3, 297, got all the way up to 350. Now, at the big problem is after high school, not all of them get these scholarships. And they're stuck with that body. And then they add more weight to it. And he, this kid ended up being like, you know, 420 pounds. Oh. Have, have you seen Matt Albert's arm? When you go home, have him show you the old lady arm. That I'm kid, that kid has lost so much weight. He has that hangy stuff underneath his arm, just skin like an old woman. He got he got on my scale yesterday. It came to 308 pounds. Oh, I wish you hadn't given it that. I wanted people to guess. I don't know if it's right, but it's been right for everybody else. I believe that. Oh, 
when we're at the Matador, mm-hmm. uh, had a happy hour Fridays from five to eight. Demand and Ceiling put together these badass videos because at the Matador they'll show stuff in the background, you know, movies and things. So we pop in the hideout DVDs, and you just see Matt up at the the, the stunt bowl that we did out in Ma- at the Metro in Melbourne, you know, with Tuttle did, and just I guarantee he's probably lost a hundred pounds maybe this year. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, that's what he said back in April. He went to the uh, doctors. He was three eighty, I believe. He's lost 72 pounds since April. He would have won the stu- the uh, weight loss challenge. It's a good thing Matt didn't get in on it. Yeah, it's true. Because he'd have been just like you if there's $1,300 up for grabs. No. Yeah. No, no I think he would have. For $1,300, think... he'd have been as much as Trump's. Yeah, but the thing with him is, though, I, I think you just throw that chocolate back there when he's hungry. He wouldn't be able to say no. I don't care. It's free. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's free right now. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem I always get myself into. So that means Matt, right now, only weighs about 50 more than me at, at my height. And when, when height you were, yeah, and he's a lot taller than you too. <laughs> oh yeah. I um I had an old Delta 88, and my mom's, mom used to drive me around in it, and I tried adjusting the seat, and I guess I didn't lock it into place, and she had to slam on the brakes or she stopped. But I remember the seat just going backwards and breaking off one of the uh, hinges because I was so fat. When I was at my fattest, uh, I worked uh, overnights at that uh, real rock, uh, the uh, New Rock station, mm-hmm. and uh, I would be so tired when I'm, I'd be driving home. And it was about a half hour, forty five minute drive home. I would pull over at a rest stop or something and sleep for about an hour. Hmm. So is that what you called it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close my eyes to think I'm sleeping. <laughs> And uh, one one time I was sleeping for about an hour. I wake up, my seat's broken because my fat ass is pushing up against uh, the back of my seat for so long. It just snapped it. I do. There's nothing when you're a fat kid. There's nothing worse than when you break a chair. Yeah, Matt that's when you cruise. know. <laughs> yeah, Matt Albert when he shattered that thing on the deck on the monster cruise. That's when you know you need to do something about yourself. I think I've I've broken a couple in my day. The only one I broke is that car one. And you just you you sit there and you think to yourself, what did I do? How did I get to the point where chairs don't even, you know, support me anymore? This sounds like the beginning of an infomercial. Age fifty seven. But this is real life. Yeah. I think the worst is movie theaters and airplanes. I mean, when you really, because I know when I was really big, I. Stuck over. Have you ever left a movie theater with the chafing marks on the side? No. On the side of your... <laughs> I don't know if I ever got that big. Oof. I did get so big at, and when I was up to that nearly 290 where I I hated flying because flying was so uncomfortable. And I don't know how you deal with it. It's still uncomfortable for me because I have these damn long legs. Mm-hmm. Grandpa legs. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. Mm-mm. Oh, another great show that I watched. It's always first class for me now. <laughs> That I DVR'd. You are a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Was uh, Penn and Teller Bull. Yep. Blank. And their whole thing was um, just about like lose weight fast gimmicks and stuff. And more so about the equipment and like how the equipment. The thigh masters right, and the crunchers and ab the flexors and all those lounge. sorts of things never really uh, work out for you. I think that's the worst part too when you're at the gym and you're like, all right, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something, but you. 
excuse me, you don't realize that you don't know how to use the machine, <laughs> and you're a big fat guy, and you try and do like the waist machine where you got to turn your waist, <laughs> yeah. and you're holding on to these two bars, and it's not working. You're not moving the thing anywhere. And the little kid next to you is laughing at you, and the mom says, "Oh, he's fat." And then you get pissed off, and you want your no, I'm not. Dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says it, community center. It's the worst splitting your pants at the beginning of a school day and then dealing with that for the rest of the day. Or popping a button and you're just searching for a safety pin. I remember this one time. I thought I had lost a lot of weight, but I hadn't quite lost enough to fit into these jeans that I wore. Mm-hmm. And it was so uncomfortable because they were white. White jabos. <laughs> and I just, it looked like a couple of marshmallows <laughs> trying to make their way down the hall. And I was like, if there's any way I could go home, I would. But I just can't. What am I supposed to do? Did Bankman come over and try to take you out without crossing streams? I wish. All right, hey, let's give out some prizes. You ready? Here's what we're going to do To Catch a Predator card. Which To Catch a Predator card did they play? Which excuse? You can win Halloween Horror Nights tickets. You can win Do Action Sports 2 tickets. All you got to do is call now, 407 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. You want me to play the very first one for you? Sure. All right, here, we'll start with the first one. Here we go. Hideout Download. Yeah. At old jazz winder Chima. Online, he calls himself exclusively in it. He tells the girl... I could probably teach you a few things, like, you know, some positions and moves. Hey, I made some lemonade. Sit down for me. Um, I'm going to go change my... Just a hug? <laughs> no hug for me? Oh, Don't you no. have a seat right over there oh, for me? No. Oh, no what? Come on, have a seat. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please sit down. You're sorry for what? I think I know what this is. Please sit down. I'm not, I'm not for that, seriously. You're probably going to arrest me? I'm not going to arrest you, though. Cops will probably... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not here really to do anything, though. He claims the girl he was coming to meet is 19, despite the fact that the decoy says she's 13, not once, but twice. Now, I've got the entire transcript here, and no place does it say that she's 19. I mean, you can go through it if you no, find no, it. No, I believe you can how, how old did she say she was? 13. Wow. Now, she says that right off the get-go here. All right, here's the game. 407 what excuse does this guy use? Is it, does he play the A, the drunk card, that he was drunk and he didn't realize? Mm-hmm. Does he play the B, he was molested as a kid card, where it's going to turn into a cry fest and it isn't my fault, it's my uncle's fault? Or does he play C, the coffee card, and I just came over, we were going to hang out, and we were going to talk over coffee? 407 Halloween Horror Nights tickets, do action sports tour tickets, and the answer next in the hideout. We're ready at 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Let's give out these Halloween Horror Night tickets and the Pro Actions Sports Tour tickets. We broadcast live from both Thursday. We're at the TD Waterhouse Center for the Do Action Sports Tour. Beat Wild Bill. If you can outplay uh, Wild Bill in the Guitar Challenge, you can win a badass guitar. Uh, Also, too, uh, October 20th, that's a Friday night. Next Friday, it's Dubs' birthday, so we're out at Halloween Horror Night. So if you're going to go, save those for them. It's going to be fun. Um, All right, this is a little game that I uh, 
dreamt up while I was watching Dateline to catch a predator on Friday night. And I was like, when we play these back, how about if we stop it right before the excuse? Because my favorite part about Dateline is to hear the guys lie yeah. and what they come up with to try to get out of this situation with Chris when Chris Hansen confronts them. So we've created the to catch a predator card game. Which card do they play? Which excuse? We're starting off. Uh, who do you want to go with, Dubs? Who do you want to play with first? Let's go to George in the 407. All right, George, I'm going to replay it. I'm going to stop it. Then I will give you the choices. All ready, George? Okay. All right, buddy. Hold on. Here we go. Hideout download. 30-year-old jazz winder Chima. Online, he calls himself exclusively in it. He tells the girl, I could probably teach you a few things, like, you know, some positions and moves. Hey, I made some lemonade. Sit down for me. Um, I'm going to go change the night. Just a hug? <laughs> no hug for me? Oh, you have a seat right over there oh, for me. No. Oh, no what? Come on, have a seat. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please sit down. You're sorry for what? I think I know what this is. Please sit down. I'm not, I'm not for that, seriously. You're probably going to arrest me? I'm not going to arrest you, no. Cops will probably... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not here really to do anything, though. He claims the girl he was coming to meet 19. is 19, despite the fact that the decoy says she's 13, not once, but twice. Now, I've got the entire transcript here, and no place does it say that she's 19. I mean, you can go through it if you no, find no, I it. You can tell how, how old did she say she was? 13. Wow. Now, she serious? says that right off the get-go here. All right. I will now give you the choices, George. Which card does he play? The A, the drunk card, where he was too drunk. B, the I was molested as a kid card. Or C, the coffee card. I was just here to share some coffee. What excuse is it? A, B, or C? I'm going to go with C. All right, he says... I'm sorry, George, that is not it. Here is the correct answer. You know, it would. I I was actually home at that time, really right. drunk. I probably didn't even pay attention. So you didn't even notice that you were I didn't. Yeah. I the excuse was a the drunk card. Halloween Horror Nights tickets still up for grabs. Stay tuned. You want to hear the rest of it? Sure. You know, it would. I I was actually home at that time, really right. drunk. I probably didn't even pay attention. So you didn't even notice that you was thirteen. I didn't. Yeah. I have never ever been with a man. And how old are you? I'm twenty. Actually. 28, yeah. 28. Yeah. yeah. You sure? I'm positive. Yeah. Actually, he's 30. I'm on video? Right now? Yes, you are. Can we turn that off, please? No, we can't. I didn't know she was 13. I'm sorry. Come on, though. But it says right there. Could you please turn the camera off? I cannot do that. Instead, I remind him who I am. Chris Hansen, Stateline NBC. I know. Arrest me, please. I'm here. Where do you want me to go and be arrested? I can explain to the police. I mean, look at me. Do you think I would do something like that? I'm very (laughs) professional. The police are staked out in the garage of the house next door. As a man exits the backyard, law enforcement moves in and then makes the arrest. Here's the interesting thing about this one, too. Mm -hmm. They were in Silicon Valley, so uh, a lot of them were quote-unquote professionals. Here's the guy one more time, and then we'll move on to the next question for the Halloween Horror Nights ticket. Still up for grabs in the direction sports tour. Here's another time him talking about more, like, sticking with his story. Hideout download. I was drinking at that time, and I didn't really, you know, pay attention while she's 13. Like, I, I mean, if, if I was awake and I had known, I would not be here. I mean, you can talk to Chris when I, 
I said, you know, I know who you are. I've seen the show many, many times. I mean, we talk about it at work. I would never do anything like that. Why am I being arrested? I haven't really done anything. Don't you think I should? Because we prevented it. We prevented it from happening. So why am I still arrested, though? Because you came up here to prey on a 13-year-old girl. I know, but that part is over, whatever happened. <laughs> this, guy, this guy wants like, to go, go home. Out. So you can go find another 13-year-old? I have a responsibility. I'm responsible to keep my community safe. You're right. Uh, so his whole thing was, why well, didn't end up touching the kid? You stopped me. There's nothing you can hold me for, right? I love this guy because he was talking about how big of a professional he was and everything. He looked like... Uh, like he installed car stereos, and poorly at that. You watched this one? Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't know whether or not you had watched it. All right, let's move on. You uh, ready to uh, a next chance for Halloween Horror Nights tickets and the Dateline to catch a Predator card game? Yeah, let's go to K in the 386. You ready, K? Yeah. All right, here we go, sweetie. Once again, I'm going to play it, and then I will stop it and give you the uh, the uh, the possible answers. Here we go. Hideout download. Hey, come on in. You made it. Like this computer engineer, 31-year-old Chandra Nana, and he appears to know what he's doing is wrong. I hope I'm not in trouble. What could possibly have this man so worried? Perhaps a sexually explicit online chat he had with someone who told him she was 13 and then trying to meet her. I'm going to go change in my bed. Hi, how are you? Good. Sorry, this is not what you're supposed to mean. What's it supposed to mean? <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop it right there. That to catch a predator card game. You ready, Kay? Here are the, here are the possible answers. Does he play the A, someone hacked my computer card? The B, coffee card. I'm just here to have coffee with her. Or C, in my country card. So in my country, it's okay to be a 13-year-old. K, which card does he play on to catch a predator? I'll say B. B, B, the coffee card. Let's find All out the right. answer. I thought she was alone with her, without her family, so I thought I'd just get her some coffee. Congratulations, you're a winner, sweetie. Hold on, the game is that easy. He just wanted to come over and have some coffee with the uh, the 13-year-old girl. That's believable. <laughs> I thought she was alone with her, without her family, so I thought I'd just get her some coffee. He tells me he was concerned about the girl because she told him she was home alone. And, and that's what I told her very clearly. What are you even doing here? But if that's true, why, when he was chatting with her online, did he tell the decoy he was worried about meeting a 13-year-old? I can go to jail for being with a minor. Yeah, I told her because she, she keeps asking to come out if you go. You say I'm being careful. Exactly. Because all I wanted to do was probably be like a big brother or something. Nothing more than that. You know, <laughs> if I hang out with you and someone catches us, I will go to jail. I will be called a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you're so concerned about it, why even come like here? Like I said, that's why I asked her if she wanted some coffee or if she wanted to get some food. She says, have you met uh, anyone on here? You say a few. Dated one, had sex with a couple. I had a girlfriend that I met on, and that's about it. Not, not Nobody underage. So this is the first time that you met somebody online who was underage. I just wanted to make sure she's all right. Yes, there, there was some sex talking there, I'm sure, but... She it's amazing how many times these guys say, oh, I was just looking out for her. I was just going to go come over here and talk to her and say, hey, this could be dangerous. A lot of times that's what they think they're doing. Well, you know, I'm a respectable person. It's better me coming over there and hanging out and maybe having sex than someone who is a complete creep.
Hideout Download. Yes, there, there was some sex talk in there, I'm sure, but she's the one who started it, to be very honest. And I was she just, started it. Yes. The 13 year old girl started it, so it's, just, it's I, not I, your I, fault then. Right? No, no, no. Like I said, I think well, once I even told her, you know, you're 13, you can't even consent to have sex. You to but that like didn't it. stop him from asking the girl if she gives sex. <laughs> so, what, what part in the counseling process was the sex <laughs> going to play? Ouch. I was not. Like well, I said, what did I'm you not your words? Because, like I said, you know, she's the one who led me on all this. I am being very bad, like a pervert. She was playing and I was playing, I guess that's all about it, honestly. Yeah. I'm looking into your eyes straight and telling you the truth. My conflict of coming here was to make sure she was okay. Well, I'm looking you straight in the eyes and I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. We're doing a story on adults who try to meet teens online. Probably guys like me should just call the offices next time and not, you know... Try to be the Good Samaritan. Exactly. <laughs> He was sticking with it the he, whole way through. You gotta respect him for that. He had a story, he's not budging. Alright, well, they were just coming to hang out. Nothing more. Alright, let's take a break and come back. That's all. Everyone still hang on the line. We still got plenty of prizes. We got uh, a few more questions left for the Dateline to catch a predator card game. I'll give you a little hint on this next one, J-Dubs. Alright. I'll give you the cards now. Alright. The In My Country card. The My Friend Typed It card. Or C. Another Drunk card. What was played next? You'll find out. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It is hour three on a Monday night. Giving away prizes. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering if that was the edited version. Uh 978-1041. The to catch a predator uh card game. Alrighty, here we go. Let's go to Raven in the four oh seven. Raven, are you ready? Let's go. All right, here we go. I will play the clip. I will stop it. I will give you the uh, possible cards that were played, and then we will uh, go from there and find out the answer. Right. Hideout download. 29-year-old Anurag Tiwari is here to keep his date with a girl who told him she was 13. They met online less than a week ago. She invited him over and told him she would be home alone today and ready for sex. I uh, made us some frozen lemonade. You did? Yeah. Hey, did you bring condoms? Yeah. Oh, cool. Using the screen name Indian Man 76, <laughs> he tells the decoy he would give her sex because she is young and fresh. Then he asks, do you like The decoy says, I never done that. He responds, want to do it? He seems pretty surprised when I walk out. How are you tonight? Good. Good. Glad to have a seat, please. Well, I had no intention of doing anything. <laughs> I don't have anything here with me. You just said you brought condoms. I don't have condoms here. Me. Do you have them in your car? No. In the car, maybe. I don't know. When I remind him what he wrote online to a girl pretending to be 13, he says it's all a big misunderstanding. All right, here we go. Now I will give you the choices. Which card does he play? The A in my country card, where, again, it's the hey, in my country, we can be with someone who's 13 or 14. The B, my friend typed it card, or C, the drunk card. Which card does he play? I'm going to go with A, the in my country card. All right, let's find out. I would love to you there. That was not me. 
that was, was not my, you. That was my friend. You say, do you like There that it is. That was again, my friend. That was not me. Ah, uh, my apologies, uh, my friend. Thank you, though. He insists that it was his friend. <laughs> and listen to this excuse, all right? I would love to you there. That was not me. That, that was, was not my, you. That was my friend. You say, do you like that was again my friend. That was not me. And who's your friend? What's his name? There was a party going on, and someone logged into my computer. There was a party going on. <laughs> she says, what's your first name? The answer is Honorak. That's your name. Yeah, he used my name. <laughs> he did. First of all, you say your friend did it. Then you say you don't know the friend's name, and then you say there were a bunch of people at a party, but you weren't there. Yeah. So how do you know that this all happened if you weren't there? There were so many guys in my apartment. And, and when did the party take place? <laughs> Last week. You know, there's more than one conversation here and, and more than one reference oh. to sex. So either you had a party over a several-day period and people had control of your computer, or you're telling me a big, fat lie. First of all, I want to know who you are. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet teens online for sex. Now, if there's anything else you'd like to tell me... No, I don't want to let Then he leaves the backyard and is arrested. Whoa, partner, lift your hands. Hands up, hands up. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> My friend typed it. How I, slow are you on your feet if, you, if that's what you throw out? I would blame it on you. J-Dubs did it. And I would have a long list of stuff that you've done before to back me up. Bring it. Um, all right, let's go to our next player. We got two more of these left. Let's go to uh, let's go with Dylan. Dylan in the four hundred seven. Ready, Dylan? I'm touch a kick. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. We're gonna play this for you and roll from there. Hold on. Joseph Lewis Roysman took a bus, a cab, and here he is. He thinks the girl he's meeting is thirteen. So glad you made it. He's Joseph Roysman, a military man currently enlisted in the Navy. Online, the 21-year-old, calling himself Joseph Roysman 2000, tells the decoy he's completely shaved in his private area, <laughs> asking in graphic detail what girl wants to give sex when a man isn't shaved. The decoy says, I know I don't, and he responds, well, you won't have to worry then. Guess what? I want to change my suit. Does that sound good to you? That really sounds good. I don't have a suit, though. That's okay. You don't really need one. Good deal. Yeah, jump in. It's really warm. I turned it on a couple hours ago. Sweet. Yeah. As he starts <laughs> taking off his clothes, he goes in search of the decoy. Instead, he finds me. Take a seat. What was your plan? All right, I'll stop it here. It's the To Catch a Predator card game. Which card does he play? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. A, I'm just here to be friends card. B, the ship is lonely card because he is a navy man or uh, c because he's a military man he did not play a card hmm. Hmm. a let's find out i don't know talk talk be friends yeah there it is you're as long winner. as we're friends that's fine as long as i don't you know cross that line you talked about having sex with her in the chat we did discuss sex but I want to wrestle you so freaking bad. Wrestling. I'd let you in just so I could feel you on top of me. <laughs> smooth, brother. Yeah. That's Very smooth. Hideout download. I want to wrestle you so freaking bad. Wrestle me. I'd let you in just so I could feel you on top of me. Honest mistake? Honest mistake. <laughs> this is my first time doing this? First time. First time. If she would have let you, you would have had sex with a girl. What's her now? Do you know that it's illegal to solicit someone who's underage online for sex? Yes. 
but it seems as though that is what you did here. I mean, you could see how someone would draw that conclusion. Yes. Okay. As he leaves the backyard and enters the garage, he's arrested. Police department, hands up! Out, 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 out! To hide out on Radio 104.1. <laughs> you liking the game? Yeah. That's now, again, once again, my favorite part about this show is just watching guys lie on camera. Now, the next time, my favorite part of the show, I want to do screen names. Okay. What is this guy's screen name? I'll give you just like a little bit of him talking and a little idea of what kind of guy he is. I'll list out some screen names, and you guess what the guy's screen name was. I like that variation <laughs> in it for next week. Absolutely. All right, one more. All right, let's go to Steve in the 407. You ready, Steve? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. To catch a predator card. Which card is played? Here All comes right. another Marine. He's 25-year-old Yancey Wallace, a newlywed. He and his wife, who happens to be in the Air Force, have only been married for two months. Using the screen name Persuasion2032 in a Yahoo chat room, he hits on a girl who says she's 13 and a virgin. He tells her he wants to give her sex and says, I'll make it feel really good for you, hon. And later adds, I'll just be your secret lover. I wanted to get into something sexier for you, and I was thinking it'd be really, really hot if you got in the hot tub and waited for me. How you doing? Pretty good. What are you up to? All right, I'll stop it there. Again, we'll play it. Which card does he play? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. A, Iraq was awful card. B, I wasn't thinking card. C, no card played. I think B. B? All right. All right, let's find out here. Hide, hide out, download. You expect a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. How so? Because I'm stupid. Because you're stupid. Yes, sir. Why are you stupid? Because of what I was doing. He said, there you go, you're a winner. Congratulations, the I wasn't thinking card, I'm stupid card. <laughs> let's finish this one out, because this one's pretty sad, too. I guess this guy's a newlywed. Were you over in rock? Yes, sir. Tough duty. What's your assignment now? Looks like jail. Jail. Now, what's a guy who serves his country so bravely doing getting himself in a situation like this? I wasn't thinking. But here's the thing. In the conversation, you say this. I just hope this isn't all too good to be true. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, you gotta... I think the same thing. She you said. laughed over the, the creepiest part about Hanson. I just hope this isn't all too good to be true, hee hee. He he. I, I need that drop. I hate the son of a bitches on I am. He he. I think the same thing, she says. Like you're not going to come or something. I am. He he. I watched Dateline the other day. He he. I was going to meet a younger girl and they all went to jail. Look at me. And look at you. Yes, sir. So you've seen the show. Yes, sir. What did you think about the show when you saw it? I don't know why I'm here. I mean, don't you think that would have been a little bit of a warning? Yes, sir. Just relax once, sir. I don't want to do this. I didn't think it was for real. I just thought it was all a game online. All a game. Well, what do you think should happen to you, Anthony? <laughs> I could say, lesson learned, be on my way. I could say, kick me in the ass. But uh, I'm in so much trouble anyways. It doesn't matter. What do you think would have happened uh, had there been a 13-year-old girl here and the two of you were alone? Nothing. I was too scared. Well, you know what happens next. Yes, sir. I'll go to jail. Police department, come on out. So, anyway, there it is. 
I think it's another fantastic I, game here in the hideout. I feel terrible for the military guys for some reason, even though they are doing a despicable thing. For some reason, I feel bad when they, you know, they're just off of active duty and everything. I don't know. All right, so are you saying free pass to the people who have served our country to touch kids? Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Now, I'm a pedophile. What can I say? Now, the one guy I didn't feel bad for... That is for, such a creepy <laughs> drop. Now, the one guy I didn't feel bad for on this last week's episode was the doctor. Do you remember the doctor? Yes. Oh, that guy was a creep. He was a big, lanky, bald guy. He was very... He was a, he was a cancer doctor, too. And he was just crying. I didn't do anything! And then he has to call his wife. Let's bust his sting operation. I'm not going to tell you what for yet. Don't bring the kids. <laughs> but come and get me. And you know, you got to think the whole time on the way down to the wife's like, what the hell's going on? Selling pharmaceuticals or something? Right. And then she gets there and finds out that he was trying to have sex with a 13-year-old. They also took it to another level, too, where usually the girls immediately run and hide. Mm -hmm. The girl actor Leads. actually hangs out with them for like 10, 15 seconds, chats with them, maybe pours them a drink, turns on the hot tub. So, you know, they got to take it up a notch at some point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the guys don't immediately run away. I think they found that out this last time where it was kind of obvious and a lot of them bolted before they had the chance to get interviews. They left one out, too, or we didn't, we didn't pull it, of the buddy. The, the buddy who brought, brought over his friend. Mm -hmm. And the friend ended up not getting taken to jail. Um, but you don't know if that, that buddy lied to his friend to get him over there. Hey, I have a couple chicks who want to do us. Or a chick that wants to do us, and then he gets over there and it's some 13-year-old. Exactly. All right, let's take a break. Come back. The John Mark Carr update. Have that one for you, too. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Up hour three in this fantastic Monday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Do want you to be a part of it. And we will have more Halloween Horror Nights tickets for you tomorrow. Since we will be broadcasting live on Friday, October 20th for Dubs' birthday. Mm -hmm. What do you want for your birthday? Ah, I don't even know. You know, at this point. How about a visit from Chris Hansen? <laughs> That's the last thing I want. I like the most kids. I'm getting molester. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who even knows where that comes from? Uh, speaking of dubs, John Mark Carr back in the news. Of course he is. And for those of you that maybe don't remember, John Mark Carr, the guy from Thailand, brought over. They thought he was the John Bonet killer. He knew so much about the story. Then they figured that they were going to be able to get him on some child porn charges. After the whole John Bonet thing fell through, but leave it to California and the district's district attorneys, uh, I, I'm assuming it's in Los Angeles, but I could be wrong, mm -hmm. lost his computer. So, case dismissed. Now, as it turns out, San Francisco police say they stopped a limo carrying John Mark Carr, the one-time suspect, wandering near a school, peering in a window. Wow. This creep just can't lay off, can he? They received a call from the Covenant of the Sacred Heart School, where Carr worked briefly as a teacher's aide in 2000. School employees told police the limo carrying Carr and two producers for ABC's Good Morning America 
stopped near the school, got out, strolled the sidewalk, approached the school's door. What the hell is ABC doing? Apparently, they were planning a sweeps story. I don't know if it was for 2020, I guess for Good Morning America, something. But they had the idea, you know, well, the, the pedophile thing is huge right now. It's yeah, but everywhere. You, you don't take a pedophile or a uh, uh, widely uh, suspected pedophile around a school. <sighs> Do you know what they were going to call the sweeps piece? No. Little bum hunters. I don't believe that. <laughs> I think you're uh... you're right. That one I was. Uh... It's actually going to be called the crying game. They got to have a catchy name. You got of course to, they do. You got to catch a predator. Why don't you run with Hall Pass Jackass? I actually like that one. The kids are doing stunts to earn their <laughs> Hall Passes with John Mark Carr. <laughs> and they're able to leave that lion's den they call a classroom while he's licking his chops up front. They might just call it Rescue Me. That's actually a very appropriate title. And just pay FX for it. Yeah, they were going to do a sweeps piece on John Mark Carr, and they take him near a school where he gets used to work. <laughs> just to see if he loses control. It is ABC, maybe America's Funniest Pedophilia Videos. The whole crowd just sits there and votes and chuckles along with uh, the torment of children. Oh, I got all those wrong. That's not what they were going to call it. Here's what they were going to call it. The nine-year-old. <laughs> it's a hideout World Radio 104.1. Caution. Retard in area. Back in the hideout. It's hour four on a Monday night. Can't believe it's already hour four. I know. Flying by tonight. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's go to Antimat in the 407 real quick. Yeah, I heard that bit was supposed to be called a Survivor Preschool. For John Mark Carr in the ABC series. Survivor Swing Set Island. All right, yeah. I, there's a lot I want to get to, but I feel like I need to stop the show for a second. For what? A couple of people have pointed out, just so you know, Gazoo is putting on the serious radio voice for that Beat Wild Bill promo. <laughs> Let me hear that one again. And I guess there's another one that I need to hear, but that Tommy's purposely saving so I don't get too mad. Can, can, can you beat Wild Bill? The Hideout presents the Wild uh, Bill Guitar Challenge. Email chunks at WTKS.com to sign up. Prove you're better than Wild Bill from sales with your guitar skills to win a brand new Epiphone guitar. The contest will happen as the Hideout broadcasts live Thursday, October 12th at the TD Waterhouse Center for the Do Action Sports Tour. Go to realradio.fm for more info and stay tuned to the Hideout to win passes to the Do Action Sports Tour. Yeah! Wild Bill, I approve this message. <laughs> That's right! This Thursday! You have, in that, the prototypical puker voice. Mm -hmm. That In the business, that's what you call a puker. Mm. Thank most, you. Most DJs do that. That's what they do across the street. Uh, yeah, we're going to create some false excitement. You are boy. insane! Bing bong! The chime time is 10.06. 
Dude, it's the uh, hangout hour with me, Kazoo. See, that's a problem. Yeah. Do you hear Just us? Just kidding. I would never have a show called a hangout. Shut up. It's the hangout, dummy. <laughs> I feel like that was a subtle dig at us. I think so, too. Is he taking shots? Is that what you're doing over there, Chris? Are you over there being a shock jack, Chris Kelly? Uh, I'm, I'm bringing down the airwaves, man. Yeah, totally. Oh, I love voiceover work. I just that's what I love to do. If oh, I you're awful at it. No, I thought you, you have a. Oh. I'd rather manhole voice things, and he sounded like a pretty much the greatest commercial ever. Yeah, Kevin Smith. He was a 13 year old prepubescent Woody Allen, and he <laughs> still was his better feelings. than you. He thinks that he has a radio. Really, that one really kind of hurt. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. promo took me like two hours to do. Yeah, it sounded, Why? How did that take two hours? All right, well, here's apparently here's the new one. <laughs> you really want to hear it? I'm kind of worried because there's still 50 minutes left in the show. I would kind of prefer to wait almost. Well, we don't have to play it again. Let's hear it, though. It's going to... All right. Goodbye, uh, good mood. Uh, you, know, uh, you know what? Then don't. Because <laughs> yeah. he's right. We do have 50 minutes of show left, and I don't want to get pissed off. It's really good. <laughs> he's standing by it, Hefe. I'm standing by this one. If it sucks, it sucks. But this one is really good. All right, hold on a second. What would you... If you were grading yourself... What would you have given yourself on the wild, Beat Wild Bill promo? The last one. The last one, uh, I'd probably say a C minus. Wow, Smart. You on a curve. Yeah, yeah. This one's more like a B plus A minus. All right, so this one's in. This one infinitely. is infinitely better. Oh, unbelievable! Just imagine. Uh, all right, I'm gonna play it and I'm gonna be quiet. But just imagine pitching this to like a uh, an executive. No, you know I don't want to. Because I did pitch it to an executive. Actually. Yeah, he, he did have uh, Dan Stone come in on it. I really don't want to hear it now. Really? Yeah. I have a feeling it's really going to piss me off. Is it, Tommy? You know me. I, I There's a reason I haven't played it at all. Well, to, here's the thing. If it does suck, there's no reason to get pissed. We just don't ever play it again. The only complaint I have with it is that it's a one-minute promo, and I learned in the radio business p- promos don't go one minute. So that's the only thing. All right, let me hear it. A young family hears the hideout for the first time. Stop it. Here is what goes down. Stop it. Hold on. Daddy! Stop it. I hate it already. Like, I cannot lie. I... How did you talk Dan into uh, voicing anything for you? They, they really like the idea. Both Dan and Catherine like the you idea. You brought Catherine. And Daniel and Blackbane and uh, Drunky. They all loved it. I right, guess who was probably bitten on you? Everyone. <laughs> But that's messed up. Just wait till we get to the voice stuff. And the dialogue. I, the I'll dialogue is the part that I have the most problem I'll with, tell you actually. This. I hate the premise for it. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of a complicated <laughs> thing anyway. There's no reason to complicate it in the promo. Oh, well, here we go. A young family hears the hideout for the first time. Here is what goes down. I hear Ashley Simpson. No, Daddy. Lisa got to pick the last CD. <laughs> Wait. Look at that marquee over there. It says turn the radio to 104.1 to listen to the hideout. Stop it. Okay. Stop it just for a second. <laughs> what a douchebag. Chunks loved it, too. Can we do a little role playing? Sure. We'll pretend we're in the office. We'll say you're I... cat, you're, you're Dan, okay, Dubs, and you're 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 Bean, Hefe. We'll say that. The hell, why be racist? Can <laughs> <laughs> I say we'll say I'm Chunks and Kazoo? Come in, say what you said. 
Well, with your idea, say, hey, I got a great idea. Hey, Chunks, I have a great idea, man. Oh, really? What's that? Okay, well, it's a promo for the Hideout Marquee Madness. And uh-huh. what we're going to do is is we're going to... That's a really good idea, yeah. dude. I love that, that it. What do you awesome. think, B? That sounds great. I think you should do it. I think it's, it could maybe win a Marconi Award. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Oh, it sounds absolutely terrific. Uh, yeah. You need be... to really... Really do that you quick. You did a good job. You're bringing a lot to the table, man. Just think it out. Go ahead in the prod room. Knock I, it out. Man. Yeah, Thank I hear you. Dan's looking for an assistant. Who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe you can put this on your demo, da- uh, sure demo tape and get a job. It's a good job oh, you did. Great. You, tell us more. Go ahead. You yeah, so example. you have a young family. All right, now I'm half-vegan. Shut up. Right, <laughs> can we continue on? We're only 15 seconds in. I've tapped. Only 15 seconds oh, in. No, but Heffa, you haven't heard the part that even I think is just awful. It Wait. Says, turn the... Hold on. Is it a shot at us at all? No, it's just some of the wording that's used, like the language that's used in here. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to play that. Okay. What do you mean the language? Is it playable? Yeah, 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 it's playable. You'll you'll hear it. All right. It says turn the radio to 104.1 to listen to the hideout. Okay, okay, turn it on. With only seven fingers, and uh, he wants help getting laid. Do you work in one of those machines lifting out like stuffed animals? <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> Funny stuff. I can't believe Stop you. Stop I hate this. Stop. I hate this. Oh my god. Never use me in a promo without my permission, <laughs> ass bag. I'm Wait, sorry. There's I more. Be funny. There's there's more stuff. Oh. So, here, I hate this show. I, no, the show is great. Whatever, that's funny. That was a funny line. Yeah, in context, but you, you, no one knows what was being talked about. Yeah, never mind the fact that we had a clock hit in. Mm-hmm. Here's oh, no, a, no, no, hold on. Here's the thing. I'll even say, I'm going to be honest. It, there is good production value to it. Everything else, crap. And by everything else, I mean the script and concept. Wait, there's more. And voices. You're 33 seconds into it. There's still half left? Yeah. I can't believe you, Stanley. This is not appropriate for the children. You are not in college anymore, mister. Hey, you shut up, whore. Daddy, watch out for that tree over there. Oh, oh my gosh. Ah! Hideout Marquee Madness. Put the hideout on your marquee. And you could win a $2,500 advertising schedule. Go to realradio.fm for more details. Radio Jihad. I feel like a balloon has just been popped. Here we are, rolling. Fantastic three hours. Maybe, maybe it'll sound better if you just play it uninterrupted. No. <laughs> Radio Roadblock. So, uh, if you listen to the hideout, you call your wife a whore and then crash. Hmm. You know how long it took me to do that one? Thinning the herd. Two days. Two days to make that promo. Pretty much. Floating the idea, writing it, actually producing it, getting all the CDs, all the sound effects, everything, two days. I would say 30 seconds. Half the time it would actually take to record it. But I wanted to make it sound good. I was really serious about it, too. Like, I was really excited. Like, that it was going to be a really good idea. Where did you get the, the screeching sound effects? You go out and tape record your car? No, I... Getting that ambient sound? <laughs> We're panned left to right. Did you like that? I mean... All right, K-Mike says, you can't see me now, but I'm holding my head in <laughs> in my hands while typing. 
I did. Can you guys see us on real TV on real radio? That and how ashamed I, we are. I just dropped and put my head down like I was in uh, history class. I thought that was pride. No. I say we play it one more time on. Shut record. up. I was in the back. I didn't get to hear the first part. Go listen to it on your own. <laughs> it's not going to be on my time, sister. <laughs> that bad, eh? You say eh? Are you? Are we back in Michigan? <laughs> You Canadian bastard. I was trying to relate to J-Dubs, that's all. I'm sorry. Is that dig at me again? With that, with an A. <laughs> Just, no, I'm not digging at you. You're my best friend on the show. You want to hang out after the show? No. Well, I'm never. going to a bar. Come on, we're going to meet that, some women. That will never happen. Come on, J-Dubs, please. I think we have a really fun time. I'm going to buy you some drinks. We're going to hang out with some of my buddies. You can meet all my friends, all my, all my, all the people I see when I go out. I, I think. It's, I'm not a homo. You get, no, no, it's uh, not a gay bar. That's questionable. Hmm? You get, all right, yeah. here's the thing. Maybe just like with the Bush speech we played earlier in the night, we should play it one more time uninterrupted. <sighs> all right. Again, it's a high out row radio 104.1. Then I'll tell you what marquee madness really is. <sighs> Go ahead. Dubs, if you hang out with me, I'll give you a hammer hand. <laughs> the hell's a hammer hand? <laughs> <laughs> Think about you it. son of a bitch. <laughs> it was a fed line to me, that's all. I <laughs> 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 play it one more time. Uninterrupted? Yeah. Uninterrupted. Uh, we're just going to turn our mics off. A young family hears the hideout for the first time. Here is what goes down. Daddy, I want to hear Ashley Simpson. No, Daddy. Lisa got to pick the last CD. Wait. Look at that marquee over there. It says turn the radio to 104.1 to listen to the hideout. Okay, okay. Turn it on. <sighs> with only seven fingers, and now uh, he wants help getting laid. Do you work in one of those machines lifting out, like, stuffed animals? <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff. I can't believe you, Stanley. This is not appropriate for the children. You are not in college anymore, mister. Hey, you shut up, whore. Daddy, watch out for that tree over there. Oh, oh my gosh. Ah! Hideout Marquee Madness. Put the hideout on your marquee. And you could win a $2,500 advertising schedule. Go to realradio.fm for more details. I hope you get raped. By what? Car Anything. That car wreck didn't sound so bad. Shaq. That's who I hope rapes you. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm hoping it's that new seven foot nine boxer. <laughs> why, why be hating on the gazoo, you know? Stop. Again, the production value, worthy. Everything else... A complete botched hanger abortion. Wild Hawk in the 407. Um, I want to see you guys for $129. Why? What did we do? Because I put some of Guzu's wraps on my iPod and it grew legs and jumped in front of the bus. I do hear knobs around Central Florida being broken off their radio as people rush to turn off or down. Hey, I tried to, too. I, had a, I thought I had presets over here. Since we're hanging out, can I uh, wait by your car down there? <laughs> we'll go to Seville and get some monsters, get some cigarettes, get, get ready for the I night. will slit your throat. <laughs> How about if I get you a woman? 
Your own, J-Dub's own woman. Gazoo got it for for him. What is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I've never hoped someone has AIDS more. I'm really fun. Sorry, I really am. I'm I think sure you are, party boy. That's why you're dropping so much weight. Now, oh. you're, now you're just getting mean. Though. Oh, man. I don't, never mind. Whatever. And you don't want something like AIDS because you can live with that now. I say Bola. Mm. You know what? I'm a lucky boy, though, just to be sitting in front of you. I'm so glad I'm in this booth now and I can't see him because it would piss me off so much. Big hands in the 407. Hey, what's happening, What's up, I'm bro? Sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm so melancholy, man. I am trying to mash my Dugan with a meat cleaver. <laughs> Just because of that. Because yeah, of that promo. Because of that abortion. Uh, I don't ever want to bring forth another soul baby. Oh, all right. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh... I want to I want to send a special uh, thank you out to everybody who came out uh, to the Big Hands Housewarming Chain. Actually, can it you was fun? Can you hold on a second, Big Hands? I want to talk about the Big Hands Housewarming party uh, next. Is that cool? All right, bro. All right, I got a couple stories from that. We'll take a break and come back. Thank you for saving us. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Off back because I know you don't drink, so I almost took it with me. Oh, here's the other thing that happens. So it's raining, all right? And we park, and, you know, it's a party. A lot of people over there, a lot of the heretics, and myself, Dubs, Chunks, uh, Matt was there. So I think it's me, Matt, and Chunks outside where you guys were smoking. I just came out to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And an old lady from across the street <laughs> oh, comes over God. and yells, Are those your cars? Um, they could be, I don't know. Well, move them, otherwise I'm calling the cops. And so I go, hey, bitch, <laughs> there's no reason to be rude. All you gotta do is ask, and if they are, we'll move them. But you don't have to start threatening to call cops. And I was wondering if it was racial. Cause it, well, you... I, I think so, because Big Hands has already gotten a ticket while living there. Because his grass... Is growing through uh, the rock garden. No, you kidding me? Yes, yes. What so kind of what I did was, what I did was, I walked around last night after everybody left, and I dropped trout and I put an ass print on everybody's car <laughs> outside. Of the street. I and I don't even know what this old lady was bitching about. And then what, I guess your uh, your ex's husband is a cop, and I almost want to say, there's already some cops here. Yeah. If you'd like to talk to him, you hooker. But I did uh, yell I was, at I did yell at her for being uh, rude, and it did seem a little racial to me. I mean, if you really have a problem with it and they need to be moved, people will move their cars. No okay. one's going to you know get pissed. That and we were parked in the street. Nobody was blocking anybody's driveway. Yeah. Chunks. I think if I think if I weren't out there and it was dark, so I mean and there was Matt and you. I think she saw me at the last minute, but if she didn't recognize <laughs> me as being white, she would have said, "Are these your cars?" N word. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, dead, I'm not joking. I completely. Exactly. I went to the um, I went to the housing association's uh, meeting uh, tonight, and everybody was nice and cordial. And I asked them uh, the exact same thing: Where does my property begin and the street? You know, where does my property end and the street uh, it begin? Um, they told me that the street is fair game. So yeah. screw them people. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was going. I think it was one of those things. Of, well, they're going to play their music. Oh, and they're going to get all loud, and it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't loud at all. No, it was very cool. There were kids there, so it was very nice. Anyway, yeah. Big Hands, that's all I wanted to... Uh, <laughs> Speaking of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, Big Hands. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you Friday at the open door. Right. Actually, we'll see him Thursday at the uh, Do Action Sports Tour. Speaking of the kids. All right, so the massage therapist, God. Kitty, or Kitty, the massage therapist, Kimmy, yes. had who her little kid over, whom she affectionately calls the little demon. 
And Dubs, you have an issue with children. I I don't feel comfortable around kids anyway because you love them I'm too no much. no I I actually hate them. Uh, but this kid, and this is the reason why I don't like kids, because you can be accused of stuff without even doing anything. I don't know. What you I'm mean. sitting there. Did you know he's only six? <laughs> I'm sitting there playing PlayStation. And this kid comes up and stick it, sticks his nose on my crack. <laughs> Are you so sure funny. you didn't plan it so you could back I up? I did not. I jumped up right when I felt nose touch and uh, yelled at him, what is your problem? Did you say anything to her? Oh, she just, she just laughed. She saw the whole thing go down. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think I would. Have I actually it. picked up a chair, and you were trying to. <laughs> I was going to swing it. Now the same thing happened to you, Happy. And here's where I, I find some, uh, some trouble in this all. Oh, by the way, he's only four, not six. Oh. So, same thing happened to you, and you just sit there, enjoying it. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. Get up, move. Why I'm not. Why doing do you anything? want? Why do you want a kid's face planted there? I'm just playing PlayStation, man. I'm not doing anything, and I got you're clothes. gyrating. I got clothes on. Maybe you are bare assing it, and you're walking around like a po- uh, like a plumber. Well, there was. I got like seven layers of clothes protecting my skin. Oh, so if you wear a condom, you can have sex with a kid? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Just because there's a uh, a gasket there? Of course not. It's okay for kids to do that. <laughs> Shut up. No little, one asked you. Little demon. Yes, I did not do that. They did grab my face and put it in his... All right. <laughs> did he do it just once, or did he do it a bunch of times? Twice. Oh, I would have punched him. I swear, I would have... The first time I, I just jumped up. Him. I, all right. I actually, we have tape of that night and what Dubs uh, was saying to the little demon. I, I want to wrestle you so freaking bad. <laughs> Not me, it's Chris Hansen, Dateline NBC. Yes. Uh, thank God that we had that mini disc recorder out there. Actually, to... Did you know here's what I said to him. Romeo, Romeo, where's your feces, Romeo? <laughs> I could probably teach you a few things. Like, you know, some positions and moves. Oh, wow. I couldn't. You have a problem with me? Yeah, and then dubs, and again, I don't, I don't understand it. I just hope this isn't all too good to be true. <laughs> I'd go right to the ass. I just hope this isn't all too good to be true, hee hee. So. <laughs> you guys are sick. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was odd that Dubs was all freaked out. Whatever. Not that big a deal. Let's see, what else do we have about Big Hit? Oh, so let me talk about Matt. Mm-hmm. And this mongrel. Matthew Simmons Albert. <laughs> so. I'm playing EMSTD, and I'm destroying him mm-hmm. on Madden 2006. And EMSTD decides to not play, like, the last 45 seconds. All right. So Matt immediately, for some reason, decides he's going to hop in the chair and try to put me in my place and try to end up, like, scoring a whole bunch of points and winning the game. And somehow we, like, start arguing. Because he's like, oh, that's why I scored 17 points in a minute. <laughs> and I go, oh, that's why I don't care. Because that's all you have to do in life. And I hate people 
who suck at life and have one thing that they're good at, so immediately they try to show up everybody else's that one thing and then talk trash. And the son of a bitch disrespected me by yelling at me. When? There. And on the ride home. Because on the ride home, he's such a bad driver and he can't read signs. When we first left, he missed completely a lane and drove into a shoulder <laughs> that was full of water. We almost got swept away with the current. So then when we were on the highway on 417 headed home, I thought he did not see where the lane ended and he was about to get into the shoulder. So I'm like, dude, 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 scoot over. He starts yelling at me about how I'm making him nervous as he's flying in that little prism or whatever it is, the topaz, at like 77 miles an hour in the middle of a monsoon that ended up having a tornado in a popka. It was a crazy rain that night. And so he continuously, like, he keeps yelling at me. And it's not going to talk to him anymore, and it's time for him to move out. I've had enough. I already, I already told him at the end of October, so I hope he has somewhere to live. Yeah, I was on the phone the whole time with him, too, man. Yeah, you awkward. were on the phone during that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, hey, well, uh, I guess it's time for me to go. And then Hefe kind of had a thing like where we still want to keep talking. So I'm like, oh, God, this is getting weird. And then it's between, so, uh, chunks. And then, hey, turn around, watch the road. I'm watching the road. You're getting me nervous. You're going to hit the median, man. Pick a toll lane. Shut up. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I, uh, I think my phone's breaking up. So, Jugs, how is it, uh... Oh Were you boy. really trying to let me go? No, not really. It was funny. <laughs> Matt is just, he's like, I'm doing the best I can! He's just flipping out and going berserk. And, like, you could hear the car, like, going like... And you're like, what, and what the hell is that? Yeah, one time... Okay, so he gets off uh, at Red Bug Lake off 417. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of cars stopped at the light before you can turn right. He gets off, and he gets off going like 55 in the rain. <laughs> and so it doesn't look like the cars are going to move, so he hits his brakes, and we skid, we hydroplane. <laughs> and then afterwards he goes, man, what the hell was that? <laughs> That's like, maybe if it didn't fail your driver's test, you fat bastard, 15 times, you'd know what hydroplaning is. Pretend to be a human being. You may have nothing to live for, so you don't mind dying in a car wreck. Guess what I do? I just picture him squinting. He's not seeing anything. And just Humming stuff. to himself, rocking back and forth like he's Rain Man. <laughs> Let's go to Brad in the 407. Big fat Rain Man. How you guys doing tonight? What's right. up, bro? Hey, I just want to talk about J-Dubs uh, being accused as a kid toucher. This happens to me a lot. I work in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get a table with, like, a kid, like, in a high chair, kids are really grabby. And if I'm ever, like, standing by them, they'll, like, straight up grab me in the uh, crotchal region. Yes. Right in front of all the parents. And that's probably the most embarrassing thing because I'm just like, oh, hey, I don't want this. No, and you're always afraid that they're going to be like, hey, why are you doing that? Yeah, no, I understand. I understand where that could end up being a really, really. I uh, told you. I would have just punched him. I I don't. If anyone punched uh, touched me there, that see, the prob- it wasn't a hot chick. I would just punch him. I don't care. The problem isn't the action that the kid does. It's what you say afterwards, dude. I'll that- make it feel really good for you, hon. See, that's where the problem comes in. That's not me. Wild Hawk in the four hundred seven. Uh, 
I don't know why Matt can't see the road signs because I, he should get laser surgery for his eyes because he has like 28000 in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, that's Brian Griggs. Yeah. Brian Griggs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Brian Griggs. This guy was great. What'd you say, the little demon dumbs? I'll just be your secret lover. I've never said that. I was so so I was so pissed Saturday night. It ruined my Saturday night. Did it? Yeah. The whole night? At the end, it ruined the end of it. Between that old late racist lady and the Matt's driving and yelling at me. <laughs> what does he think he can get up yelling at me? What are you doing yelling at me? Oh, well, he's probably just uh No, whatever. Upset on the road. Keep your mouth shut. I'm just trying to help us out. Trying to help you us. You know live. how that is though. Dude. You don't know that when we very first turned, he completely missed the lane and went into a shoulder that had like a foot of water. So what I'm, what I'm <laughs> okay, saying is... so I thought I needed to try to help the blind kid out. And I understand your side, but I, you know, you've been in that position before when you're, uh, you know, you're just so preoccupied with the road that you freak out and you wouldn't normally freak out. I see. Normally I would say, oh, you're right. Yeah, he's preoccupied with the uh, with the road. No. He... He is such a poor driver that he doesn't even notice when he's driving in the dark and his lights are off. So if he was an attention-to-detail guy, mm-hmm. then all right, I'll give him a pass. But he's not. He's a, hey, there might be free food, so let's go and tell him stuff and then we'll leave. <laughs> guy. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch on a Monday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. couple other weekend things. Talked about Big Hands Party. Mm-hmm. After party, after the open door was a lot of fun. I, I really love the heretics stepping up, and I can't ra- wait to uh, kind of reward them a little bit on Friday with yeah. something that we got <laughs> last night. Uh, great conversation with uh, Pinchy from the 440 who came down, was uh, hanging out with us out there at the uh, the after party over at the wing house at um, OBT and Lee Road. Mm-hmm. Hoop up, hide out, hoop it up. Uh, Saturday at 1, we do it every Saturday at 1 over at the uh, Red Bug Lake Road and Nodding Place Way, some nice little basketball courts there. How'd that go? Very good. It was a lot of fun. I did get my lip busted. Um, just one of those accidental contacts. Okay, it wasn't like someone no. swinging their elbows around being a jerk? No, it was an accidental, accidental contact thing. And, uh, someone was actually wearing sunglasses and it got me perfectly on my lip. Mm. I played through. Played well. Um, I didn't get angry, though. You didn't? I did. Why? I, I feel like I have my competitive nature back. You got angry during the game because you were losing? Yeah, I just I wanted to win. I thought uh, I thought the uh, hoop it up was all about fun. No, uh, oh, it's no still, pressure. It's still fun. It's not any pressure. I wasn't yelling at Garrett from Irrational or Denise the Peace to play better. I was just They'll mad. Get there. <laughs> no, I, I no, I I wasn't gonna yell at them. I just I was just mad that we weren't playing well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, at one point I scored like 15 points in a row over three games. I had no help. But, you know, whatever, we're out there to have fun. But it just, it felt good to have my competitive nature back, because I used to be a very competitive person. What happened? And I lost it. How? Not sure. 
moving to Florida. I don't know. Why Why would that make you not competitive? I don't know what happened. You know, when they say non-compete in the contract, that's I know, it that's doesn't a, mean that. I just had really lost my competitive drive, and I feel like I have it back. I kind of feel like the old me again. EJ says he was lighting you up. He wasn't lighting me up. He was lighting Garrett up. Hmm. Once I stepped over and took care of EJ, he didn't get... I almost cursed. He didn't get much going. Um, but I, it was still, it was a lot of fun, and I finally feel healthy again. For those of you that have listened to the show for a while, I've just had a rash of awful health problems. What's it been for nine months here? Essentially, tore my calf muscle, uh, belly button oozing, uh, butt bleeding. Mm-hmm. I went today for my follow-up after my colonoscopy, and I honestly thought... By the way, all right, EJ, I'll give you your props. You, other than me, probably played the best out there. You didn't light me up, though, and you won't. Um, but I did my, I had my colonoscopy. I will have pictures tomorrow on the website if you want them. Of your colonoscopy? Yes. No video, but just pictures? Yeah, I guess. Oh. I guess I could try to get a video, but... You want to know what I have? Okay. Embrace myself. Just an inflammation. I hate you. I absolutely hate you. This whole time you've been you've been bitching at me. I probably have cancer. Dude, I didn't know. I'll show it to you tomorrow when we get the pictures up. We'll probably have to put them on hideoutheretics.net. But here's the thing. Honestly, mm-hmm. if you had seen what was going on back there. And in the toilet, you'd have been incredibly worried, too. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it wasn't real. It was like a scalping. It was bad. But, you know, I I don't know. He uh, he showed me everything, and I just got one little part that for some reason is inflamed. Anti-Matt in the 407. Yo, I think I know why you lost your competitiveness, man. It's the same thing you're talking about right now. Ever since you got violated by that doctor, you know, you ain't really been the same, but I'm glad you had your competitiveness back, man. Uh, yeah, like, uh, it's like hitting the dog in the nose with a newspaper. You start kind of uh, breaking spirit after a while. All right, EJ, shut the hell up. What's he saying now? He didn't school me. He didn't do anything with me. I, I, this is what I'm talking about. I got my fire back, you fat ass. He said he he outscored you three to one. No, he didn't. So he's telling me. He can lie all he wants. He also lies about other things. And don't make me bring that up on the air again, sissy boy, because I will. Wild talk in the 407. Jesus. Uh, it's a, it's a, that's what I'm Sorry talking about. I'm back. To be on your team and score a bunch of points for you. Yeah, Wild Hawk. I miss those occasional accidental offensive rebounds. Or, uh, yeah, and, you know, uh, uh, that's all I got. <laughs> I did miss him, though. Um, Bobby K. All right, Pedro's like, damn. You don't have you don't have ass cancer? No. I really, he owes me five bucks. He said that ruins chances of the Pedro and Dub show. Mm-hmm. And then Pinchy says thanks for everything. Pinchy's such a good guy. What? What? What do you say now? No, EJ? Now it's Garrett from Irrational saying he's afraid to shoot with me. Shoot when I'm on his team. Yeah, you're intimidating. You start yelling. No. Give me the ball. No, I, <laughs> I never do. 
I never do. In fact, I encourage him. I kept... Alex Kong, roar! <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying to him, dude, you got to keep shooting. You Beating me. You, you and Denise the Peace need to keep shooting. You guys can do it. You're not going to get in trouble for missing. I'm not going to yell at you for missing. I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, I'm getting other words on the IM over here. I don't care what they say. <laughs> I didn't yell at anybody for missing. I yeah, want you to take the shot. Them. He did yell at them. He's lying. What did he yell them for? He, Just uh, not playing well. I never yelled at anyone. I mean, All right. I would, how, did you how did you motivate then? I want to know what you said Do to motivate. <laughs> no! I'll come over there and kill you, I swear to God! All I said was, come on, team, let's be somebody. Do it! Don't be an idiot, you ass! This Shoot part. it! Shut up, you have no idea. I know, I'm you just going by the little, Yeah, you and your little cave, like you know. I got that you uh, you took the ball and slammed it on the ground, <laughs> and it went 30 feet in the air. I did do that. <laughs> I did do that. But I'm telling you, it feels good. I don't care what you sons of bitches say. And all these people were probably abused as kids, and they just go curl up in the corner. Good. Because look out. Dro's here, and he's ready to hoop it up. And I'm going to start... I'm gonna start. <laughs> did, you, did you say be somebody, you fairy fruits? Could have. <laughs> That's not saying be somebody like, you know... Helping them along. That's saying be somebody because you're a puss. I, no one busted. No, a girl did not bust my lip open. That's another thing I got. It was, uh, I forget what his name is. I feel bad. I think it's Steve. Yeah, he was wearing sunglasses. <clears throat> we got a break? Yeah. I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and come back. I'm back, though, and it's translating to the show, and that's why I was pissed before the show started. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, back in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. There was another thing from the weekend. I want to save it for tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. May get into it a little bit. Lattenhoff has something for you. El Jefe, I'm going to rap you on the, on the basketball court this weekend, bitch. Uh, here's you better the, be ready. Here's the problem. There's a couple of guys who don't listen who just happen to be at the park and started coming out. Mm -hmm. And I hate the little bald one. Because <laughs> he fouls a lot, and I don't call it. And then when I happen to touch him, he'll call the foul. And then he, like, he starts yelling and screaming every time he makes a shot. Like what? Yeah! Now we're rolling! <laughs> and it annoys me. I just feel good. I'm finally, knock on wood, I'm sure I'll blow a knee out tomorrow. But at least today I feel healthy and I got that competitive drive back. Cause would you at least agree that I had, I had lost it for a while, no? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Didn't care about anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to float through life. No, not anymore. Back, baby. Feels good. Feels very good. Um, let me see here. Sunday was nice. A lot of DVR. A lot of football. A lot of snuggling. <laughs> I hate you. What? <laughs> snuggling. Well, I was snuggling with my chick. Oh. I'm not always a madman. 
hate snuggling. Discovered shark, which is a really I, I it was a really. Well, what is shark? What uh, channel? James Woods, CBS. All right. James Woods is a lawyer, and this to me is more like House. I mean, mm. he's I guess he was like a real big, you know, defense lawyer. Goes to work for the prosecution. Didn't care about the rules. But more than that, he's uh he's funny. Does he ever have to kill children to win a case? Like no, house. But nobody's willing to, and that's why I like. You know what it is? It's the smug ass attitude, you know, that he and Doctor House share. My friends. I right, uh, Friday we're gonna start a new thing of um, Hideout DVR Rewind. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about from Monday night? Ah, uh, well, we got a uh, Studio 60 tonight. Heroes, Studio 60, and Weeds. That's what I, I Weeds is probably the only, on my own. Yeah, because I don't have Showtime, so. Oh, I hear Tommy Bateman broke down. Broke and down, got what? DVR. Finally yeah. got it from Bright House. How do you like that? It's great, but I'm like DVRing everything in the world. I'm like, oh, I should watch you'll that. Whitt- you'll whittle it down when, no, and no. once you start finding out what you like. Yeah, partly. But it consumes your life because all of a sudden there's homework. You have 50 hours of things to watch. Especially, have you gotten the hourglass yet? No. Oh, the hourglass means, oh, you only got about two days to watch this one, so you got to go through and keep wiping the slate clean. I love it. But uh, I'm glad you finally came over because now, dude, it makes it so much easier. Like, you don't have to worry about Lost and it, it's always going to be there. Rescue mm-hmm. me. You know, all your, you know, all your shows, Nip Tuck. Prison Break. It's all going to be there for you. And then we'll talk about it on Friday. I plan my week around my shows. I go, oh, what do I have to look forward to tonight after yeah. the show? I Here's the thing. I hate staying up late, so I think I'm probably only going to... Well, I'll probably get both of them in. I'm really into Heroes. I'll probably watch Heroes first tonight. And then Studio You like it better 60. than Studio 60? I like them about the same. Yeah, Studio 60 is really good. They're completely different shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like both of them equally, nonetheless. Right. You gonna stick with the loss this week too, or? Yeah, okay. uh, I think I got my chicken into it a little bit. I had saved on the DVR the recap episode. Mm-hmm. Then I, I rewatched the season premiere with her. So, I'll... do you like it better the second time around? I watched it twice too. I did. I did enjoy it just a little bit more the second time around while we were snuggling on mm-hmm. the couch. I was with a girl, a hot girl. So you can call me gay you want, but I know the truth. Check it out. Matador. This Friday the 13th from 5 to 8. It's our hideout happy hour. The first 13 people there get a free drink and enjoy the two-for-one domestics and two-for-one wells. Make your own luck this Friday the 13th Matador on Pine Street between Orange and Magnolia. Marquee Madness. Details for that on RealRadio.fm. Here to Coop It Up Saturdays at 1. It is a lot of fun despite everything uh, and the yelling you heard. Um, Podcasting. Go subscribe for free. Uh, five categories now condensed to just one. The Hideout General Mixtapes, you find that on iTunes. If you miss anything tonight, there's a lot of good stuff. Check that out on the podcasting on iTunes. Um, we got to really talk tomorrow about this Beat Bill guitar contest. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's have that one ready to go for tomorrow because that is Thursday at the live broadcast at the TD Waterhouse Center for the Do Action Sports Tour. And that's it. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody. Always talk good. God bless King Dude. McCain in 08. Do what you got to do, bro. Question everything. Stay classy. 
GoRadio.fm, HideoutHeritage.net, FullBlownAids.com. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, five thousand.